0: He's an author and a rock star. He's reached highs that most can only dream of. He's also hit lows you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. And now he's ready to share that journey and that truth with you on Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Please welcome your host, number 25, Darren McCarty.
1: What's up, you all? 846. On this Wednesday, February 6th, it's grind time with your host, yes, this is me, four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty coming at you right out of the Radio for One studios in Franklin, Michigan. Home of that other uh, show, uh, I guess the Boss's show, the Detroit Cast, which you can uh, find with uh, Mike and Jay. And uh, the only reason I listen to it is because the a big E's on it, so E's-us, which uh, I'll get to him earlier, but uh, you can catch them... Uh, Sunday through Thursday, I love these Wednesday night sessions. Do you know why? To my right, Mr. Perry Vellucci, how are you? Do you know why I love these sessions? I'm doing great. Uh, tell us why, Mac, because I could smoke this room out like a motherfucker. And Jay's got to sit in here tomorrow (laughs) and tell me how bad it was. Not you, Jay, other Jay. So, Perry Vellucci, uh, the uh, the trainer in this, uh, the athletic trainer, uh. Hope you're doing well. I'll get back to you in a minute. Uh, The equipment manager, uh, Tim Krakowski, how are you, bud? Good. How are you? Good. And uh, before I start the conversation, because I have to introduce uh, this gentleman. He is an actor, uh, pro wrestler, uh, just a a good dude, a friend of mine for probably uh, since, uh, you know, the early 2000s, at least, uh, late 90s. Um, You know, him and I have a lot of stories, but this guy, uh, you know, All I can say is you've seen him in movies. You've seen him wrestling on the you know WWE, doing stuff like this. You might have just saw him in uh, some of the the Punisher series or Ray Donovan. Um, But uh, everybody, uh, welcome my friend and uh, guest, Mr. J.R. Adams. What's going on? Welcome, buddy. Welcome. Thank you very much. And if you look at him and if you can see this, if you're watching Facebook Live, uh, grindtimepodcast.com, you can see... uh, Yes, uh, Jay does stunt double um, for Ryan Hearns. Hurst. Hurst, Ryan Hurst, Hurst or Opie from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Um, uh, Different things like that, we'll get into it. But uh, we're going to talk about all your great things that you've done and to ever, but first of all, um, and let me start with you, Mr. Adams. Uh, Super Bowl this weekend, you're a football fan. Did you watch?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Every year, uh, me and the wife... The wife is amazing cook. Yeah, you met Shannon. Um so she she cooks a bunch of stuff and we have uh usually we have a pretty big party. This year we just had a couple people over but uh yeah, every year we, we don't miss
1: it. And sure. I appreciate the invitation. And uh, yes, hi to Shannon. If anybody has not seen uh, Sh- Shannon Adams, it is, uh, she is a throwback. She is missed her time by about 80 years because she's the drop. Every time you see her, she's the pin-up doll. And, I mean, she's the redheaded. She always looks apart, immaculate, and uh, what a sweet soul. So, Shannon, uh, hopefully, uh, if you're listening or watching out there, uh, your husband's in good hands. Yeah, she, she definitely <laughs> ups
2: the, uh, the beauty the well, in our relationship well the, so. here's the thing <laughs> jay
1: that's what guys like us do you know we 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 chew, provide that shoot balance up, <laughs> shoot up yeah big boogie walking in yeah there he is yeah that's of course 8 30 8 49 oh you're saying
0: punching up like like
1: dude, i got dude, you are you kidding okay. uh, yeah. that's oh, what we do bro yeah. okay yeah, no. Totally <laughs> to- so the coverage. Some people call it yeah. kicking the coverage. <laughs> you know, stuff like that.
2: Marrying up. Yeah, Marrying, Marrying up. up. So, so
1: you did that. So you, uh, did you have a dog in the fight, Rams or uh, Patriots? Did you care?
2: Uh, I mean, I... I I've always, I'm I'm not necessarily a Patriots fan, but I am a Tom Brady fan. Uh, I always have been. So, I mean, if I wanted anybody to win, it, w- it was Tom Brady. I wanted to see history. I wanted to see that. Now, I'm going to get eight. to
1: Tom Brady and, and tell everybody why he is a GOAT and just in my perspective on it in a minute. But uh, Perry, how was your uh, last week, uh, your weekend? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you get drunk and fall down stupid anywhere or nope. anything? Nope. No. What did you did you watch the game? I just
3: I just chilled and watched it. Yeah. And did you have a dog in the fight? No, no. But just like Jay, I'll tell you what I was I was all about Tom Brady. You were. Yeah. I just I think you know when you can watch the greatest, and that's what I that's what I was enjoying. What about you, Mister Timmy? Did you watch the game?
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, it was a snoozer, but I see. I I, see.
1: (laughs) You say snoozer. I say awesome because of well, the appreciation. I was gonna I was gonna say, I guess shouldn't
0: that be the Super Bowl? Shouldn't it be so tight? Like if we have if there's parody in the league. Well, somebody and-
1: brought up a good point. I don't know what show I was watching that said it, but if it if I think it was Mark Schlereth, um who's won three Super Bowls with Denver, and um he said, Well, we're so used to unless it's like Madden or unless it's like highlight football, like all offenses, like people's attention span is sort of like we say, you know, ten seconds attention span these days. So unless there's high flying excitement every play, but to me, being sort of a tweener and old school, um, I appreciated the psychological battle because you know, like I said, it played out exactly what we were talking about last week, right? Yeah. You that's, give that's- Belichick two
3: weeks. And Belichick, I swear to God, set that up for Brady to go and have that final drive, you know, to give him the lead. Um, well, it's
1: just, you know, kept you look it tight. at things, and what do I say? What do I say? Self-awareness and hard work, what you put in. It's what you get out. This is Grind Time with Darren McCarty, my guest, J.R. Adams. He's gonna, you know, actor, stuntman, wrestler, you know, entrepreneur, uh, loves food. I mean, he's six foot. Well, how big are you?
2: Uh, six, 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 seven, somewhere around there. Pro wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a long time. Yeah, about six, 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 seven, about 270 pounds right now.
1: Now is that They're was large. was is it large? Yeah, you're large. <laughs> you know, well, we're, not, we're not. We haven't even touched on the uh, charity hockey game we're going to be playing against each other in March. Oh, no, Jesus, this guy on skates. This guy.
0: I can't imagine this guy on
1: yeah, skates. Yeah, I'm about eight foot two on skates. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah thank goodness. But uh, get back to the Super Bowl. But it's uh, you know what you put in, and when you hear the stories of Edelman. And and Brady in the summer and like the work that they put in just one on one you could really see it. I yep. mean that was the biggest disparity in the game is the yard the separation Julian Edelman had on every play, no matter who if he was tripled doubled and then you know what who do you go to he when was you need open it? that was frustrating. I mean but, but it was like quarterback, it but sense. Edelman was open so often. But the thing is is that if you watch the routes, it's like him and Brady are on the same page where they know what they were trying to do. Yeah. Like like the Rams had to sell out on one way, right? So Vettelman's on a two-way cut, which for anybody at home, and I'm not even a football guy, but I know this, <laughs> is, is so you approach the defender and then you could decide to cut inside or cut outside. Yeah. And if you see the Rams, the Marcus Peters, Tlaib, were getting so beat that they would just take the outside, but Vettelman's so quick. Yeah. And that's where the game... Right, the no, game's not as playing. fast; it's yeah. quick. Yeah, you know, and um, you know a bit about that in martial arts. you yeah. know, it's the quickness. You know, it, it is something that that yeah. really was apparent. Timing beats speed. It does, <laughs> especially especially, and and then, then then you get to the greatness. Okay, well, let's talk about it. I mean, no matter what you want to say about Tom Brady, the perfect thing is if you've ever heard my, if you ever come out to Slaps of Comedy or seen. Uh, Uh, my comedy skit is uh, I tell you about the the biggest prick that I ever had in my life that's a motivating factor was my ninth grade math teacher Mr. Timek. right because he told you know said I would never amount to anything I'd be back and you know I wouldn't you know make it no matter what right so it's that motivation that you're gonna tell everybody is that you know there's some people that'll tell you why you can do everything and other people tell you why you can't Tom Brady right see I recognize myself is that I if I motivate myself in that way, right, which if I get people I think telling me that I can't do something, well, I'm more apt to do it just to shove it in their ass, right, and to spite them than I am if you're gonna you can tell me, oh, you're great, you're great, you can do this. That doesn't get me. Tom Brady, guys, has that ability mentally to pick and believe himself every mr timac every year every whatever we see the but it's his own that he thinks that that he's always playing against the eight ball and the thing is when you could take yourself there and all you do is have to believe in yourself right he believes in himself he uses the force of darkness and brings it in and shoots out Patriot Bullets and, and, and Super Bowl rings and the combination with Belichick and stuff, right? But it's because, you know, if the worst thing is to tell him, he doesn't, he hates it. They call him a goat and he uh, doesn't say, well, I get it. I get it. Some people don't feel comfortable. They need to be challenged. And he just continues to be able to challenge himself. And this is a guy, fellas, He's got everything. He just got a six ring. You got Gisela Cochrane for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Right? I mean he's well, shit, shit. The, I the mean the goat the
0: goat. I mean, No, but
1: so there's gotta be motivation to to be that dynasty. And I think it's one of those things is that you get beyond, you know, this this I don't know, whether you like it, you hate it, and you just gotta forget about that argument and just say, Oh my God, we'll never see this again. In any and that's sport, why, because that's of why salary cap, because yeah. of because of this and that, so this is like the last few, and it's almost like you know th- the cowboy going off into the sunset, you know, without getting shot off his horse. <laughs> you know, look, because that's like Peyton Manning, who I was a huge Peyton Manning fan, yeah. and it's dude, he's a clip wing wing. Winged uh, Goose, you know, just hanging on. Thank God for the defense, yep. you know, and stuff like that for his. But it was like, please end the game before he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. he was. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's tough. But Brady wasn't. Brady's in there. And you know what? It wasn't his greatest game. But what he did is he realizes that it takes a team. And that defense, oh, man, it was unbelievable the way that, that they just, because if you think about it, the difference is, is what New England do. They do what experienced veteran teams do. They capitalize on their opportunity. Boom. We're talking about Adam and wins MVP. He's got 14 catches or something. 12, 140 yards every time he needed to catch and Gronk with whatever he had left. Now, they know Gronk's had like maybe three games left in him and they just use them. You look at that. You watch oh, that they beat pass. him.
3: They beat yeah. him. Yeah.
1: Right. But, okay, go back because you remember the play. To Brandon Cooks, wide open. That if if Goff sees him a split second earlier, that Bob McCordy can't get from the sideline to make. And that's an instinctive play because that's not a coverage play, but that's when those things that don't happen, right? Where it's like that's the small, yes. yes, of the game. And that's to me that was uh, you know even down. I didn't realize. Did you hear this one? This is I love this. So South Point had there's a bet somebody put two hundred fifty dollars. 400 to 1 odds um, to, to that the Rams would only score three points. So, could oh, you imagine yeah. sitting there on Zerline's last field goal oh, and they oh, missed? Four, oh, it was 100 grand. Wow. Person won 100 grand. Wow. That's awesome. But, could you imagine sweating out that last kick? Because oh, yeah. people are sweating oh, yeah? out because they're not at seven and a half. That last kick was so, but it's just <laughs> amazing. It was just amazing. Now, let's, let's digress. Halftime show. Did you watch it? Yep. Nope.
2: Uh, part of it. I didn't pay attention
1: to it. So yeah. you came in when Levine took his shirt off?
2: Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> <when I, laughs> or were you thinking right like in. half
1: the rest of us, somebody stole their couch or their chair <laughs> and was on TV? It was like I thought drapes. somebody threw, threw a chair on the TV yeah. with, his, with his little... I, and I didn't... You know what? Honestly, me, I was... You just have to entertain me, okay, for what it is. Yeah. I was entertained. And I'm a sucker for a good now, pop I didn't song. get... I couldn't hear Big Boy, and, and I don't get Travis Scott, but I get why he's big to those, yeah. to the kids and stuff. And and actually, if I was into that music, I would be into Travis Scott because of his energy, well, because of his, because of his style, because of his, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, so I could see that. Now, big Boy's an Atlanta institution. And I get Big, big so, Boy and Andre. No, I, I understand. So I understand the history of all that. I think it gets. I think they're trying to kill it for more than it was because I was entertained. I mean, what are you going to do? You you know what Maroon Five songs are. I was I was interested. entertained
0: except for the shirt.
1: He lost. Well, me that's the shirt. but that's the whole and thing. Whatever. Man. And, you, know, you know, it's amazing what the uh, state of California will pay for advertising. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's got the. No, got but I mean, and, but tactics aside, I didn't mind it because in those big shows, I love choreography. Yeah. Right, so you watch. That's yeah, a
0: spectacle. Like you're kind of watching for a spectacle.
1: Yeah. Well, you look at you know. I don't know if you. But I guess if you're looking for a tit to come out, you did. You got it. It, it wasn't them. It wasn't a, <laughs> <wasn't> a Janet. <laughs> Not Jackson. the right one. No, yeah. no, it's.
2: Well, I, to me, though, it, it wasn't enough to get my attention. Right. Cause you didn't. We, cause right. we were just hanging out and we were partying, in, you know, and it wasn't enough to draw me over. Oh, oh I got to watch this. So it didn't I, pull
0: you from the pizza. Yeah, exactly. In other words. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> the buffalo chicken dip was too good. So. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, buffalo yeah, chicken dip,
0: maroon five. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. But if, if, <laughs> to me, if something is going to be an outstanding performance, it's going to draw in even non-fans, you know, yeah. like, oh, look. Hey, yo, we know yeah, we gotta
0: check this out. Yeah, I'm cool. just I'm a sucker for a good pop song. I like a well put together song. It, I just, it just doesn't matter what genre. I mean, a good song is a good song. I love, hooks. and that's where Maroon Five falls for me. They're kind of like a guilty pleasure. I, I I like them. I like I like I like a well put together pop song. Well, they play. You know?
1: They got they play the chords on the high end of the uh, on the high end of the guitar, and they get those different sounds going on, and they make you want to dance. And you know, they, there's definitely a spot for them. You know, I, so I didn't mind it as bad. I, I think they they got a worse rap in my book. Well, the shirt. It's, come on, yeah. just keep your shirt on,
2: dude. So hey, hey, we've <laughs> determined Darren McCarty is a big Maroon 5 fan. Okay, <laughs> all right.
1: Well, makes sense. No, I don't know if I'd say that. But <laughs> big, but
0: again, I think you're on the page with me. Just like, you,
3: you, I like you Imagine Dragons,
1: too, and I like, 30 I mean, Seconds to Mars and stuff. I just like a good song. You know, man. like, yeah, I'm not it. Hey, um, Mac, yeah.
3: um, there's this Eric Reitz that's watching us. Oh, and he said, he says, uh, Stanford gonna get a six in a row. <laughs> oh. What's he smoking tonight? Six in a row. What's he what? smoking tonight? I Must don't know. Got yeah. big,
1: big Boogie's edibles flowing yeah, in your yeah, system yeah, right geez, there, bro. Man. Hey, this, speaking this of that, Since we're touching on weed, I gotta show So, if people that see me at home are, or don't, because I'm gonna take this off, it's getting hot. But this is the Burnaby Blazers. Right on. Right? These are the, uh, and the best part, look at the number on the back. What are the odds? Not the- an axe. It's, a- <laughs> it's the best part. But this, this these are uh, part of. Uh, <laughs> this is my team that I created for the comic book Donnie Brook, who has the Michigan behind me. The Michigan Massacre is their first team, so this will be a process, just like anything else. Like if you're growing weed or you're making music, or and you it- said this
0: is like an illustrated.
1: No, there's two things. There's, okay. There's a graphic novel. Graphic novel, okay. and then this is part of the comic book series okay. of. You know, hockey stories, and it's sort of like a slap shot. But I created a team. Um, what's uh, Brian's name? The guy that played uh, Dante and Clerks. He's created oh, a New York team. What's his name? Oh, Halloran? Yeah, Brian Yeah, Halloran, yeah. yeah. He's created a New York team. Brian, Brandon Inge is creating a Virginia team. That I'm trying to get him to call So are they going to draw
0: you in as, like, the coach? Or I'm, the, the, I'm the owner. You're the owner. Yeah. I so, love it.
1: So
3: And uh, Burnaby, let everybody well, we Burnaby, Burn- Burn- the where, where, where they're from.
1: Right, because this is where I was born, uh, Burnaby British Columbia, even though I grew up in Leamington and, and stuff. But uh, Burnaby Blazers, a bunch of inbred pot-smoking lumberjacks.
2: I don't know, it kind of looks like me on there. <laughs> it does. <Yeah. laughs> we should have that what?
0: Well, you, <laughs> you know
3: what, with, with, with uh, Shannon's hair. Yeah, exactly. Her hair color.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So number 25 is uh, disrobing. We should have this guy on the show, Mac. Oh, the, the God. Guy that, well, I think hey, Eddie think another guy he had question. another shirt underneath and didn't do it Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Here's, we're having our own little halftime show here for the, for the people. No. <laughs> you want to give him an Adam Levine, Mac?
3: Nah.
2: No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> How many yeah, shirts I do you I'll have on? Jeez. <laughs> no wonder he's burning up. Yeah?
1: <laughs> well, hey, dude, don't get it twisted. Yeah, I'm in better shape right now than I. I, I can't I, believe I can I'll pop, tell you what. I can pop yeah. some, I, can pop, I can pop. a six or eight pack right now. But I don't want to do that to you guys, Adam Levine style, because then that would be just too douchey. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Baby, when We're I, I get home, tattoo, girl, When I get home, I'm gonna pop some abs for you, babe. Ooh. Um, let's. Uh, oh, speaking because I gotta ask you this because I watched. I'm gonna admit it because it's my truth and it's grind time with Darren McCarty, right? Any of you ever watched The Masked Singer? You watched the episode of The I've Masked not, Singer? No, I have not seen You know what The Masked Singer is? Yeah, I've, I've seen the all seen that. previews and commercials. I've seen. I okay, so I flip back and forth to it, but I was enthralled by this sort of character. So last night, Tori Spelling got voted off as a unicorn or something stupid. But there's a rabbit, and then there's a lion, and there's an alien left. And I think the friggin' lion's Latoya Jackson. Or something. Wait a but second. it's like you I guess said, what they yeah. are, but it's some pretty and some of them sing and then the other one could be I mean it's crazy. Cause the one I thought was Kesha and So are they they wear these they, are they revealing
3: only
0: one per show do they reveal? Is this yeah, the, yeah. Oh. they vote them off? Yeah. So, so you're watching
1: people in masks. Sing. But you know, but they're in these car- and they do this dances and they're singing and it's carry I mean it's pretty it's entertaining. I mean I would pull it up and 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 watch it, but it's it's cool. Try yeah. because Tommy so Chong this is a, was here's, one.
0: Here's a guy who knows TV, right? right? Yeah. and who's in those costumes for most of those
2: shoots? Uh, oh a yeah, PA. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not them actually in the costume until, until they, they do a the reveal. The yeah. Well, we know that. So right? what a
0: brilliant, brilliant production strategy. We're gonna have a season of a show, and the stars only have to be there. Yeah, one, you only one. have to
2: pay them for one episode. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See,
0: it's
2: true. Well, I I mean, I wasn't getting
1: into logistics. i sorry. Well, (laughs) that's just how I think. Crushing his dream. Crushing his dream. Do you have that
2: clip? Oh, we down a rabbit hole on that one. (laughs) Oh, no. Do we have that right
1: now? How
3: many pull up from from the... I wonder his fight scene.
2: Oh, yeah, I got that. I thought you were
1: talking... Let's talk about Jay. Hey, I can (laughs) talk about our I got my Super Bowl (laughs) taco, and I was right on the game. I told you they were going to win. Tom Brady, to me, is just... You know, it's, it's more beyond, and, and to wrap up the point I was making, it's more beyond the wins and losses like to dislike. It's just this utmost respect of what you're seeing, not only as him, but in the organization, what they're able to do it with. You know, you look at, they, they don't have maximum four pro bowlers or all pros or whatever. You know, they only had one this year and Stephon Gilmore, their safety, who's a monster, but they, they epitomize team. You know, like they, they just carry it, and you know I I enjoy it. I, I if he well, wants to play, can, I hope
2: he get, doesn't get hurt. Yeah, and that gives a, a lot of credit too towards to to Belichick to be able to make these players get, to get the most out of these guys. Right?
1: You don't. I trust me from a player that has won championships. Whether you like, there's a difference between liking your coach and respecting your coach and trusting your coach. Right? We didn't always like Scotty. In, in fact, I was probably a few a few of us that did like Scotty, but I mean, I was, I had no reason not to. I mean, you know, (laughs) you're
3: still playing in the show and winning concert. I mean, I on a few discretions of mine.
1: Yeah, but it was like that, but the respect and the fact that the greatest gift of us was when we saw Stevie just fall into, you know, having, having faith in the process, not having to have the answers. And then, then just knowing that, okay, if I do A, B, C, and D, then boom, this happens, right? And then it says after a while you just trust it
3: because the because the outcome is success is victory. It, it, uh, is that so? Is it, talking about Brady and how he believes in himself and the underdog and challenging himself. But it's not Brady. There's still 10 other guys on the offense with him. So they all have to buy in, too. Listen, did you do that? I mean, they you guys did that. But they buy
1: into the same program. And no You're matter right. how much, we could sit here and say, mother Scotty Bowman, fucking Bill Belichick, fuck him, fuck this, fuck that. OK, we're running jet sweep right block this Right, because he put the play in while well, he knows best. Mm-hmm. can motherfuck you not we. We call Scotty Rain Man behind his back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, two hundred seventy-two toothpicks, but you know, not to his face, because you know. But when that, he tapped <laughs> you, on,
3: when he tapped <laughs> you on the shoulder, you were ready to hop over the boards right, and go. Right,
1: because it was, and if and if somebody wasn't doing their job, and he wanted you to fill in to do their job or whatever, then you were picking up the slack for them. So when it never came down, that it became us against him. Or, and because the system was right, because the team was right, because all everybody bled into it. And Tom Brady, like, listen when he talks. Here's the thing listen when greatness and people talk, because they will tell you things, right? They will tell you that when they pass off and say, without this and without that. He never says he can do it alone. That's no, the whole thing no, is that he, he never – he gives credit because he, he believes does. that. Well, and remember because that he's clip? built for a team, it goes back to two episodes ago when I'm preaching about individuals versus team mentality. You grow up differently. You have to – and it's not about being right or wrong. It's about res- trying to respect the other side so you get an understanding. You don't have to agree, but just try to look at it from somebody else's perspective to yeah. get where they're coming from.
3: Well, remember we showed it two weeks ago when we showed those highlights of him? Him talking, him wiped up, and, and how, just how he was. Well, his intensity the, uh, is, and, and, and on the sidelines and getting everybody pumped up in the huddles and, yeah, just and, and positive, like now, really, oh,
0: like
1: you know, like
3: how, how does yeah, how does it
1: work? Okay, because that's in sports, right? Yeah. So Tom Brady, right, where he's gonna do it, but he's gonna go out and he's gonna lead that way, and whether he succeeds or he fails, because he doesn't always succeed. Sometimes he just failed. He just the problem is, his champions succeed at the right times, <laughs> right, and they fail at the right times. And they learn from their fail, right? Perfect, that's, that's perfect that's example the when they lost they the don't blind. do, right? And then the same thing in life, right? Because that's the insanity of sports, but the insanity of life. Hence, what I've lived, hence what we've all had is some sort of insanity. Doing the same thing, expecting a different result, doesn't work that way. But what you understand is that when you're built by team and everybody around you is them against us or whatever, they believe it. You look at the. The guy's got five freaking Super Bowls and he's worried about bitching and moaning in the microphone before they go to the Super Bowl. Uh, well, we get no respect or we're not done or, you know, like. Oh, are yeah. still
4: here. Still dude, here. We're
1: still here. We're still. Yeah. Bro, that's like Wayne Gretzky standing up there. You know, and telling you that like all this you know, I mean it's crazy. It's
0: so funny you say that because I can't even fathom Gretzky talking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: like Oh, he used to talk a lot of shit oh, though, but uh, he was like a he was like a shit talker, get a quiet talker, so like like you never get him and he was smart. He's like he's a smart smart because he would pick his spots. But like Stevie? Yeah. Like Stevie. So, was no, him? Stevie Stevie would just blow Stevie just blow a gasket and he would just lose his marbles and shit <laughs> oh, that he a, would say was yeah. like Man, <laughs> I mean, it was like downright, that, it'd make me cringe. He didn't <laughs> care, dude.
3: Captain hey, ma- Fire But Samurai's. it had to be an explosion for that to oh, happen. Oh, yeah, he yeah. had to blow up. One, yeah. one last thing on, on uh, uh, Brady before we go to Jay. He didn't say he's retiring either. He could be back next well, year I'm doing the same, next question. the same thing. No, he is yeah. going to
1: be back. And you know what? Uh, yeah. The thing is yeah, that yeah. as long as his love and, and everything in the – you have what's going on, you know, around him. But like he wants to play at least 45. And I think after 45, whether he's in the Super Bowl or not, barring injury is that he will hang it up because that's what he wants to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty simple that because listen to the guy. Because Wait, I do know how but, many? What's the cutoff for him? Forty five, he said. Three more years. Okay. Ooh. That's what he wants. But you know what? Like, <laughs> I mean, do you remember last year? Or the year before, or what? Because they're they're there every year. Yeah. But do you remember? Do you remember when Giselle was saying, "Oh, he's going to retire," and it was I like the pressure was last year. Yeah. Was that last year? So uh-huh. you never hear any buzz about that because you know what. Mr. and Mrs. Brady obviously out of the conversation and, and as long as he was healthy, I could see it because of concussions or because he was hurt. But if he's healthy, dude, he's he's having fun. That's the thing. Yeah. Just because don't forget his age. Shelly played till he was 49. Yeah. Because he loved the game. Yeah. You know, I'd say I say there's only there's two guys that I would put in the same category as loving the game the game that I've ever been around as much as watching Tom Brady, and that's Chris Draper and Chris Chelios. Like, as far as pure love of a game, like, I love the game for what it is and what it's given me and, and all the moments. I love it, but that's not entirely who I am, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's and it's okay. Not that it's entirely them, but they love it. Like, I love weed, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? They love hawk. They love hockey. They yeah. Love yeah, hockey no, I get what and you're just saying. The, It's
0: just their thing. The, it's,
1: the, their it's their thing, yeah. and that's the cool thing. And, no, that-
0: and winning Super Bowls is Brady's thing. It's yeah. just his thing. Just <laughs> winning. He likes and to win. And it was two years ago, right? Because last year was um, right. the Hawks or the Falcons e- and the Eagles, right? Yeah, and that yeah. mess that happened. That can't, and then, so then the year before that was right. the year everybody thought Brady was going to retire. And that was uh, Patriots. Who was that? Patriots and Saints? I can't remember. I think it was. No,
1: Malcolm Butler, Seattle. Seattle Oh, Seattle Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, the, pick. yeah the pick But, yeah. no So, alright, let's get So, yeah, to my yeah, guest, yeah. Uh, Mr. J.R. Adams <laughs> here Actor, wrestler, um, philanthropist Thespian, <laughs> everything
2: Thespian, yeah Uh. Yeah, thanks for having me uh. No, we go way back, bro like, yeah.
1: like you said, probably to like the early 2000s and stuff But I think when I met you Um through friends of ours at the time, Dan and Erica, and uh, you were wrestling. Yep. Right? Because oh, yeah. I, I know I've come to a few of your shows, but you're wrestling yep. and you're wrestling under. So, Jay Adams. Yeah. Let's so start, let's, let's
0: start here. I'm sorry. What came first? What,
1: what did the wrestling lead to
0: acting? Yes. Or? Yeah. Oh, yes. The yep. wrestling
1: okay. led. See, I, I know the wrestling led he, to the stunt work, led to the acting, uh, all the stuff. Okay. So, so I can go back to. Um, well, tell everybody, tell my listeners at home a little bit give them the backstory, um, where you're from, you know, like give them a little history of you. If they can't, don't want to, like, you know, I am, I am DBJR Adams, but, uh, give, uh, the grind time with Darren McCarty listeners uh, a little bit of, uh, background.
2: Please. Um, native Metro Detroit. Uh, I grew up downriver. I grew up in Southgate. Uh, um, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson. Um, yeah, I grew up, um, I, an interesting family back you know but that's that, that's a whole thing but uh um, yeah I, I i love this area i've i've lived in florida a couple times and i've lived i, I just keep coming back and uh, uh even though unfortunately we don't have a tax incentive here for film so there's not a lot of filming here i i mostly work out of town but i still i keep my my residence here i you know i've I'm a I'm a Detroiter for life. So.
1: That's awesome. So, how old were you when we met? Do you remember when we met? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, like
2: I'm I probably 20, 25, 26, 25 yeah. 26.
1: So the wrestling, because I remember you. What was your ex- wrestling name then?
2: Well, I used to. I first started off because uh, I used to be on a local radio show as uh, Jay the Cable Guy. That's right. So I wrestled as Jay the Cable Guy for a while, and then. I realized that that character I, I can't do anything with that in the wrestling world. It, 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 there's only so much you could do, so uh, I completely <laughs> changed characters and I became Eddie Venom.
1: Eddie Venom, was that's Eddie who's, Venom throughout who's your staple. Uh, give us uh, for all the wrestling fans at home. Give me, a, give me a little synopsis. Uh, what would you describe? How would you describe Eddie Venom?
2: Uh, I was usually a heel, uh, usually a bad guy because. Uh, you know, being as as big as I am, uh, there's not a lot of other people in the wrestling world here in Michigan that were as big as me. If so. people are
1: listening at home, he's sort of a little bit smaller, but like a bronze Strowman or a <laughs> oh, right, geez. like that like he's a beast. Like, but that's what I'm saying. But big. If you're looking at Jay, so so if you if you've watched Sons of Anarchy, um, Ryan Hurst, who plays Opie, uh, uh, is who um, Jay has. Uh, stunt, man, stunt, stunt double, double yep. double four and different things. So you can picture Jay as the six foot six, 270 pound biker, dude, long hair, beard. Like right now as you're sitting children. here, you're, you're <laughs> in, you're like, I, I was going to
2: ask you down the road, are you preparing for a role right now? Oh yeah. No, I, uh, in the stunt world, you just kind of you you grow your hair and your beard until somebody asks you to cut it. So, uh, but boom. Tip
1: number one <laughs> for all you grind you time listeners at <laughs> home who want to be a stunt person: yeah. grow your shit out until someone tells you to cut it. Yeah. Hence, hey. "Quote unquote," J.R. Adams.
2: <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can always cut your hair, but it's hard to uh, to grow it out immediately. So.
1: There's, uh, you see, at home that it's a set of the outsiders and stuff. How so? Take me through. So, moving from wrestling, right, doing that for a few years. How did you get into the stunt work then? And well, give me a time
2: frame. Uh, well, I wrestled for about twelve years, and uh, I ended up breaking my back in the ring. Uh, back shit.
1: in 2000. Wait a sec. That shit's fake, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. How you break yeah. your back? <laughs> Wait a sec. <laughs> Are you telling me on Grad Time with Darren McCarty that not only, right, it, it's fucking wrestling and Santa? Oh my gosh! Wrestling and Santa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, not, not they're For real. Wrestling no, wrestling and that's Santa really, are real. real.
3: That's yeah, that's true.
1: Wow. So you broke your back? Was it on a? Was it on a move? Was yeah. It, was yeah. it your
2: fault? Uh, it was. It, it was nobody's fault. It was kind of a fluke thing. Um, uh, the move is I had the guy up on my shoulders and then I dropped down to my butt. So it was like a backbreaker on him and he's supposed to just slide off my shoulders. Uh, but his legs got cut up around my arm. So all of his weight stayed on my shoulders. When I went down, it Ooh. compressed my spine and broke one vertebrae and it crushed another one. So was that the end of wrestling? Uh, it wasn't, uh, but that was the, the injury that finally I was like, you know, I'm going to start looking for something else to do. <laughs> so this, what year was this? Uh, this is 2011.
1: 2011. So this...
2: So I started looking into, that's back when Michigan had a good tax incentive for filming. So there was a lot of filming going on, a lot of movies being filmed here, a couple of TV shows. Um, so I, I had always as a kid wanted to be a, a stunt man I always used to jump you know jump across the desks at school and people are like what are you doing I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm preparing I'm gonna be a stunt man when I grew up <laughs> you yeah. um, know so I, I started looking into stunt coordinators that were in the area and uh, started just networking out with them and uh, um, meeting them and finding some places to train and stuff like that and uh, went from there and uh, then I ended up retiring and uh, from wrestling in uh, 2013. And uh, yeah, I've been doing the stunt work ever since.
1: So, your first first stunt gig, how, do you remember? Do you yeah. remember how the. Can you take. Because I want you to take me back as a young J.R. Adams <laughs> coming out of the wrestling, coming off injury, right? Oh, yeah. Taking, taking a step into doing something new and then and then getting a call, or you've, your work's come because somebody. So, you've obviously either grown your hair out long enough or somebody wants you to <laughs> shave it and come and work for us. So what was your first role? I mean, do you remember that call?
2: Yeah, uh, it was a, a local guy or a guy that was here, um, uh, a stunt coordinator named Carl Nespoli, uh, who uh, referred me to another guy named Noel Vega who was producing this uh, small-budget movie here. It was called The Citizen. Uh, um, it was a pretty good movie, but uh, I the got... The Citizen, that, who's that, a, that rings a bell. It was a uh, locally made, uh, low-budget movie, but it was about... Um, A man that came over, that he won the lottery. They used to have a lottery uh, for foreigners to get to get their green card. Yeah. So he won the lottery, and he got here, and the next day was uh, nine eleven. And so, and you know, it's all about you know, right after nine eleven, they were arresting anybody Arabic, you know, and 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 questioning them. And so it's about the story about this guy, you know, he. One is citizenship, but this happened and totally derailed it. So your role was? So I was. I was just a. a, There was a drug addict scene where he's trying to find his girlfriend in a hotel. I was a hotel bouncer that had to come and drag him out of the, uh, drag him down the hallway. All right.
1: So break it down. So this is your first role. The movie's an hour and a half movie. Say, Mm -hmm. right? How much are you in? the movie probably
2: seven seconds seven, seven seconds. seconds now yeah.
1: just because i always tell people that shooting commercials and movies and stuff sucks because it takes such a long time between setups now for oh, yeah. seven seconds of air time in a movie jay how much set time or how much time did you spend
2: probably 11 hours
1: 11 hours. So a full yeah. day's work oh, yeah. to be there with that. But again, that was your first role. Do you remember how many takes?
2: Uh, probably six or seven. Okay. Yeah, did you have any speaking lines? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't think I did. It was something. Uh, I was actually, it was really cool. I was the hotel bouncer, but the hotel manager was a guy named Hosung Pak, who's uh, an Asian actor and stunt guy. And he was actually. In the teenage Mutant ninja turtles, he was actually in the Raphael suit. No that's yeah. awesome, dude. I, I, I watch yeah. that shit. So I was in a scene with this that my first of, a gig ever, I was in See? a scene with this guy. I was like, this is the coolest. <laughs> yeah, but but you
1: appreciate that as being, you know, just because you you're that you know, sci-fi sort of comic uh geek, you know, oh, yeah. start to be around around that world to be able to to get into it. So you so you shoot that. <laughs> and then obviously more opportunities come up, or did did that lead you?
2: Yeah, I did that, and check then, them out uh, on SmackDown, dude. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, that was at the That was at the Joe. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, on SmackDown. It was on. Uh, Look at you, dude. It was, it That's the big sweet. show. Nice. It, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, um, uh, that was uh, one, and it was cool because it was at the Joe. Which I, you know, go, growing up, I always used to go to wings game and w- wrestling uh, shows there at the Joe. So for me, that was gigantic.
1: That, <laughs> wow! No, that was see, but that's the whole, the whole, the whole thing. So it opened up your eye of something. Was yeah. it when you even know? So I always tell everybody, embrace the suck. If you can embrace the suck, then you can do it, right? So the absolutely. eleven hours being there, but you realize you want to do it again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Right? So you. You Went continue. from there. I got an agent here in town. I did uh, uh, I did a uh, five-hour energy commercial that was a nationwide commercial that you know was playing all over the place. Sweet. Um, uh, yeah, and it, you, with the stunt work, and just slowly meeting new coordinators and just networking, and getting your name out there, and. For my, for me, especially with my size, it it's, it's it it kind of helps me, but it also kind of hurts me as well. So.
1: You get pigeonholed into roles. Of well,
2: there's not too many actors that are my height that right. I can that's double. That's a
1: thing, and everything is so small
2: now, now what
0: about, with HD. The that yeah. is, what every about, actor is like five six or what five about, exactly.
1: Do you get called a lot for like you know like a show like the like a Viking show or like you did the Outlander or I'm surprised stuff you like that? A, does that arc? you should not have an arc on Game <laughs> of Thrones or or how does that? I'm trying to want people to understand at home, how does it, you know, because people might think, well, dude, I mean, yeah, you're this big. I mean, there's like you're the perfect guy for right. Trey. All in the, every movie of this guy, you right. know, like,
5: <laughs>
0: right. Does
1: it? How does it work? Is it just? Yeah. Why aren't you playing just,
0: every big burly guy in Hollywood? Like, well, that's what I'm working on. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> so, well, I think you're doing pretty good. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I actually, because um, you know, a doubling for Ryan is is awesome. I loved it. We did two uh, seasons of a show called o- uh, Outsiders, and it was. The two funnest summers I've ever had in my life. Where were those spent? Um, we actually shot that in Pittsburgh, so I spent almost all summer, you know, two summers in a row in Pittsburgh. Now,
1: how was the shooting schedule for that's a television show, correct? Yep. Now, that's uh, how many episodes it would was hour long?
2: Uh, hour long drama, so it was, and it was thirteen episodes a season. right?
1: So, and then shooting would take a couple months, or
2: uh, we shot. Usually, we'd start right around the end of May and finish up in October. So I mean, we it, it takes a while, especially with these hour-long dramas, and we had a lot of stunts on ours and stuff like that that uh, require a lot, you know, a lot of extra time. Right.
1: Shooting. So so bring bring it into so if somebody who's watching, say uh, Outlander, and I'm going to get to this clip that I have up of you and uh, Ray Donovan, which is a Showtime movie that gets to show you which is. Sort of that's sort of where the epitome of, of where you come up. <laughs> I mean, the sh- the scene in Ray Donovan is dope. I mean, that, I oh, mean, thanks, but, but but that, I want to I want to yeah. like, in order to um, lead people up into that you know moment of what it takes to to do these stunts and to plan because as a stuntman now you're not an actor where you have to do the death
2: defying things. I, get, um, I i I see it as the fun stuff the actor gets to do all the words and I get to have you all the ever plays. have you ever come close to dying no 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 no, no. I've, I've never actually I've never really uh, got injured doing you ever uh, done any- stunts but uh you know my worst injuries were wrestling
1: right so with the stunts like okay. some of them like uh like watching movies like um mission impossible mm. and different stuff like that like how much in today's day and age, is CGI and how much is really physical? Like, since you came in in 2012 or till now, you know, a fight scene, you can't really fake CGI. I guess you can when you're fighting different things. But, like, as far as, would yeah, you say no, safety-wise or because...
2: It just all depends on the, the the movie. There's a lot of stuff that is a lot of CGI, like uh, Alita, this uh, new one yeah. that's coming out, Alita. Battle. I mean, that's all CGI. But, um, uh, but it's cool how
1: they incorporate... Real, yeah, real movement. I was just yeah, going to say, really cool. fight
0: scenes are almost like the radio of movies. Like, it's not going anywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's the railroad of movies. Like, right. for a fight scene to really work, you're going to have to do at least capture. You're going to have to do motion capture. So, there's going to be a human in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's kind of cool. So, you got good job security. Yeah. <laughs> so, it,
2: I mean, it all depends on what, uh, what, you know, a lot of the movies, you know, like a movie like uh, Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise is well known for doing all of his own stunts. Yeah. So um yeah, he's uh, it just really all depends on the production.
1: Biggest uh biggest surprise I guess or that you thought misconception? Biggest misconception people might think about being a stuntman or um being a uh, being a double
2: actor. That it's uh you know the only kind of exposure that people get the stuntman are like the, the old movie you know, uh, with Burt Reynolds and stuff like that, you know, and the, the Hell Needham stuff. So they think it's like a more of a glamorous, but it, I mean, and we have fun and stuff like that. But I mean, we sometimes we we're up at three in the morning we're you know, to be on set by four and we're working 14 hour days. So it just all depends. Um, but it's, it's not as glamorous as, as uh, they like to say.
0: Yeah, a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah, exactly. A lot exactly. of hurry up and wait, man.
2: And, but it, it, and it's hard work, though, too. I yeah. mean, uh, we, we work our butts off, and we work long hours. So um, yeah. as much as I'd like to, you know, like the old days, go out and party and stuff like that, it's not, not like that. I and go are, back to the hotel and sleep. Are
0: you are you guys running the blocking and the choreography of the stunts, like, while they're doing all the hurry up and wait Hollywood shit? Are you, are you pre- like a... I could see you guys, like, stunt guys off to the
1: side. Like, yeah. are you drilling? Chore- you know,
2: choreography, like, it yeah, comes. It so, all depends on the the size of the fight. Okay. Um, like, just for example, the one that you're going to. Let, uh, let's talk about, so we're going to bring run up this, this fight. Oh, yeah. So I mean, will, sure. you,
1: will you. Uh, set this up for us. Set yeah. this up for us
2: and then talk us through and, and then we'll watch it and then we'll all talk right, about yeah, it. This is a, it's a Showtime show called Ray Donovan. It stars Liev Schreiber. Uh, in this scene, uh, one of the brothers, uh, Donovan, uh, is uh, Bunchy, and he's uh, like an underground fight club here, and uh, he's fighting for. Uh, I, this is the championship fight. He's fighting against me for fifty thousand dollars in this uh, bare knuckle fight. Uh-huh. So, do
1: you have a character name here? Billy Gator is what Billy Gator. Name. Is, yeah. he gotta, is he got a? Is he gonna they d- have a recor- recurring role? Or?
2: Oh, I doubt it. I they, that this was towards the end of the season, um, and. I mean, they they are doing another season, but I can't imagine. I mean, my character just wasn't big enough to but he didn't bring die. back. Oh no! All right, that's oh. so right. watch.
1: This is my boy. There he is, Jay Adams, J. Adams, J.R. Adams in Ray
0: Donovan. Dude, I that's, love that they picked this fucking know, song I, for the dude, scene, dude. When no, I first dude. read
2: the script, they you know had that all described, and I was like, man, if they edit it the way that it is in the script, it's gonna be badass. <laughs> See, but dude, oh, it, it read like this. It listen. read, oh yeah,
1: dude. I think you have hit me with one of those body blows before because
2: you got like
1: l- look at the size. People don't really realize oh, yeah. like the the strength. And that i you
2: that's a you're a big human being, bro. Yeah, and this no actor, this actor Dash Mihawk yeah, name, he's um, he was amazing to work with, man. He was, he was he's great.
0: just like John C. Riley. He makes other people look like they're acting. Yeah,
2: this yeah, kid absolutely. makes other
1: people look like they're. And, yeah. What makes it so So explain to me What makes it so easy To work with a guy
2: uh, Because a lot of actors Here it is though dude Not a lot I won't, I won't say that But some You know A lot of actors Are not wanting to Be too physical When it comes to anything um, But he You know We rehearsed this Three times I was out in New York and went out Three different times To rehearse this For a few hours And well, Dash sure. was Right there For the whole thing And he did the inf- The whole fight himself He didn't use A double at all and so it was just me See, and him I going out. See, I think that's
1: awesome to know. Because it gives you a different perspective on somebody. And maybe I'm going to look to... What, what is his name? Dash? Dash
2: Mihawk. It's M I H O K. Can you pull he, him up, Tim? Uh, he to he was in... Uh, back in... One of his first big things was back in the original... Uh, the original. The 90s. Romeo and Juliet with uh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, dude. He was the, one of Leo's gangsters. He was one of the... He was one, of the, yes! one of Leo's yes! gangsters. He was like his... That's his, right. His, his main See, gangster. See, that's what I'm that's, See,
1: you're right. Because... And these are my favorite. Because growing up, Michael Madsen and like Tom Sizemore and... and <laughs> And All those guys, all the Tarantino guys, yes, all the B guys, uh, you know, like I was a Seagal guy, I was a Van Damme guy, no, no, I was I'm still a-, a Van Damme yeah. guy, you know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Van Dam- you know, dude, you throw, you throw something on and we watch, but it's these guys that, and when you see, it's the same thing when people ask me what was that guy like, or in whether it's in music or whatever, and it's like you hear a like I always call it the Dave Grohl effect. I always hope to have the Dave Grohl effect because when I met him, who I, everybody doesn't know me, uh, yeah, and this is Grind Time with Darren McCarty, and this is your host, Darren McCarty, telling you that, that I do have a man crush on Dave Grohl. I got to meet him. I got to hang out with him. Didn't
2: you play on stage with them?
1: I didn't play on stage with Foo Fighters, no. That's, that would just be way too... I don't know if I could handle that, dude. I could actually hit a high, high octave because I was screaming like a little bitch. But no, playing music in the... In the Dressing room with just him and Nate and Chris and and uh, back, Taylor and and there. talking to him and just he was it was even cooler experience when I left there and this was like ninety maybe ninety seven ninety eight maybe right around then but the, I always call it my Dave Grohl effect it's always what you want when and when you hear yeah you want to look into Dash look into it yeah there yeah. it is anybody wants to like we're we're finding new things bunchy out. from Donovan Dash but that's the thing up. so you have. Yeah, because I would guess that different guys.
2: So, so let's talk about Ryan. Her, what was the role in Outsiders? That uh, it was. Uh, that show was about this family that lived off the grid on top of this mountain, like uh, for like two hundred years. They've lived up there, and the only time they come off the mountain is when they're going to steal stuff that they need. Um, people to to the point where people don't know if they actually even exist or if they're a myth. But they live on top of this mountain. But then the uh, corporation wants to um, mine the mountain, uh, oil company or whatever. So they realize they have to get these people off the mountain. So the whole show is basically the uh, uh, the kind of the the little guy versus corporation kind of you know whole story behind it. No, right
1: on. So how like working on that? Like you said, um, you know what was the what did you enjoy and what did people realize like like there's more suck to it than.
2: Well, I mean, there's a lot of waiting, but that show was such a blast for me because basically, you know, a lot of my stunts were just riding ATVs th- through the mountains. So, so sometimes it helps. is fun. You, know, like you might catch a good blast.
1: gig where you're just oh, like yeah. on an ATV all day and you're
2: just beating around. Yeah, and- we I had plenty of those where we, we I would just ride an ATV around and they would have a helicopter following us to get like aerial shots of us riding the ATV. So I, oh yeah, sometimes. Okay, it's so a tell blast. me
1: more. So okay, so you got to do that on Outsiders. <laughs> tell me some other fun stuff. Like, that you
2: remember that you enjoyed. Like, that's like, you know. I always like just kind of in between just hanging out with the actors and learning from them. Uh, That show in particular had uh, a guy named David Morse. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And that guy is amazing.
1: Like, when you say that, when you sit around Um, and, you know, like, like, because you're going to sit around, like, um, with a bunch of alumni guys and. To hockey and you're not gonna learn anything. You're not gonna learn anything hockey or whatever. And if you're, you're on a goalie, some, you're gonna get You're gonna dumber. learn some new swear words, <laughs> and you're gonna learn some stuff, but what do you how does that happen? So you're waiting between and then just just Good dudes, and yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, especially want to get like, to know you or
1: just strike yeah. up a conversation. And well, a
2: lot of times, too, because uh, you know, me and David would be, would be in the uh, makeup chairs next to each other for a while, and you know, we, uh, that show had a lot of uh, tribal tattoos and stuff like that, so you know, he would have to get his wig, and he had short hair, so we'd, we'd have to get our wigs on and get our makeup on. How long on would you be in like makeup? That. Uh, I was usually in makeup about two hours if they were because they would have to cover all my tattoos on my arm and then they put the fake. Tattoos now does that on because
1: you that. have tattoos, uh, flame you know all yeah. over? Does that hinders sometimes or can they uh, nah, get rid make, of it no.
2: Make mega departments can airbrush right okay over. they're really good with it that's
1: good i was worried for my next role yeah because um, that ray donovan I, ray donovan they put I was a bunch worried of when they call me timmy because i got my my sleeve you're worried yeah. about getting that james bond call is that and, what it is yeah <laughs> double o d mac <laughs> hey jay I, like we,
3: I got a we got a listener uh uh joe consiglio he, he was wondering what kind of pay does a stuntman get
2: uh, well, that's the best part. <laughs> I'm in the same union <laughs> as the actors. Oh, wow. so we have th- uh, we have minimum, con- you know, our contracts. We have minimum that we have for eight hours, which is a- right. It's good, yeah, <laughs> and then we get bonuses for however dangerous of a stunt that we do and stuff like that.
1: So now you you brought that up. It, that you brought up the point is that um, because at our last conversation where I saw you. At the frozen fish fiasco outside, and you mentioned that you were on your way to the Imagine because you're involved with the stunt. We're how do, the screen actors, screen actors, actors yeah, guild, Yep. So what is that? So that's a huge deal, right? Because yeah, the Screen Actors Guild, which they have their own. Hey, Timmy, let me. Perry, let me tell you this, Grant Time exclusive. Whenever you have your own awards show, you're a big deal. The okay. Screen Actors Guild has its own awards show.
0: Yeah, it's a big deal. I guess we need an awards show for Grant Time with. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, to so you're I'm
2: a I'm a local. Uh, one of the local board members here uh, for SAG, SAG-AFTRA. Uh, so how did you how did you get into that? Um, I just got more involved uh, went to union meetings that they were having and stuff like that And um, did talk, that pick up a little president. bit while
0: the tax incentive was in place did the, oh yeah did it was SAG kind of pick a up a little bit okay.
2: well yeah SAG I mean SAG's a, the I mean it was well, I just created meant, was yeah. there
0: like more SAG energy during that incentive thing in Michigan
2: yeah I mean, because yeah. to uh more people were becoming eligible to join yeah, because yeah. you have to, you know, with the union, you have to do a certain amount of projects before you're even eligible to join. So.
0: Right. So then for a minute, Michigan people were kind of getting enough to be in the get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, so I got, I started getting involved and in talking with the, the lo- local president and told him I wanted to get more, more involved. And he said there was a board seat open. And, uh, so, um, uh, so I volunteered and got elected in and, uh, cool. so now we, we do all sorts of events for our local uh, members, uh, and then this one was, we did a viewing party for the SAG Awards uh, at Imagine. So, how many
1: members in? In Michigan, then.
2: Uh, actually, we just had a thing come out. We have 911 members in Michigan. Okay. Um, obviously, back in when they, we had the taxes set, we actually had a, uh, a lot more. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the people have moved down to Georgia, where a lot of the filming is, uh, or New York, wherever they go from there. But, yeah. yeah. We have uh, man, they do a lot of
0: shit in Georgia, don't
2: they? Oh yeah, Georgia's <laughs> Georgia's the new Hollywood. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, you see that Georgia Peach uh, film. The Georgia oh, film yeah. thing and tons of productions. Yeah,
2: all the Marvel movies are all filmed there because yeah, they yeah. have Pinewood Studios, uh, okay. which is a famous studio from London where they did the original Star Wars movies and stuff like that, and some of the old James Bonds. Now they have a Pinewood Studios in Georgia as well. Okay, that's yeah, that's in all that's
0: those big locations. Time. They got the moderate weather.
3: Oh yeah, girl- what you do in uh, Batman v- versus Superman, The Dawn of Justice?
2: I actually played a Metropolis police officer. I was in uh, full right. full uniform. It was a scene where um they had the this big, big superman statue and uh the guy in a wheelchair came and um started vandalizing he climbed up and started spray painting it i was one of the cops that arrest him and drag him off the, <laughs> uh, off the statue where well, was that filmed uh that was uh i filmed that Gotham. in pontiac in uh <laughs> at the studio there was a studio uh up there that's gone now unfortunately but uh most of it was filmed there. All the studio stuff, green screen stuff, all, all was there. And then one day I filmed down by Belle Isle as well.
1: Was there, is there a bunch of studios that you film in, in here?
2: Not anymore, unfortunately. Um, there used to be, like I said, the one in Pontiac was a, 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 a really big one. Uh, and then there was a smaller one in Allen Park. But uh, there's, there's, there's nothing here now.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um, so is... is so other than that, you said you travel. I see you posting pictures online uh, or on Facebook a lot uh, in an airplane, an yeah. airport, and stuff. Like you said, you a travel. lot of traveling. You still live here, but you try. How often are you? does it seasonal? Does it depend?
2: It just all depends. Yeah, the, a lot of TV shows, uh, some film during the winter, but a lot of them are off. I mean, there's so, so is this downtime
1: right so. now. Would you say this is uh, what, what kind of season would you?
2: Not necessarily. It, 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 down south, it's it's still pretty busy. Um, but the, all the Chicago shows, they all film all through the winter and stuff like that. So there's 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 stuff around. Any- I'm usually in either Chicago or New York, stuff like that.
1: What do you have in the hopper? Uh, yeah. How much of advance do you get? Yeah, like how a, does that shit, how does, like, does that work? First, first, before we get off this the the SAG thing, does that oh, because yeah. you're on the board and because you're in the SAG, does that offer you more? I guess um, cachet. Yeah. No. 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 I wouldn't say cachet. Does it give you? Does it like? Because it's all about, you know, letting people know. Like, does it widen the world for you? Does it open up the world more because you're part of it? So, so this person
2: that couldn't didn't know you were there before now knows you're there. Well, being part of the union is is obviously first and foremost. I mean, most of your shows are going to be. You, they're only going to be union shows, or so they're going to be looking for union stuntmen. But uh, being on the board, no, it's just a voluntary thing. I um, I like to try to give back and try to help. You know, I, the way I look at it is, I'm super, super lucky to be where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, you've known me for my past. We've I've had a rough past as well, and uh, just to be where I'm at now, I, I realize how lucky I am. So, and I always. I always feel like I don't deserve it. So uh, this is my way of, if well, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to make sure I give back because I don't deserve it. So I'm going to make sure that I do something, you know, back. Gotcha. So I, I try to give back as much as possible. So that was mostly with this, just uh, being involved with it and uh, trying to help the local members. Cause I, I want more filming to come back to Michigan. So right. that's, you know, we're talking about stuff like that, you know? So yeah. now that we have some new, uh, a new governor and, you think it might like come that. back? You think the incentive might come back? And some we're, we're, we're going to work on some stuff. I mean, we're we're going to push for it. Regardless. Do you have
0: does the does SAG have some lobbyists? Maybe like is it is it worth lobbying yet? Or
2: um it, we're we're all we're, I mean we're in very very like baby steps right okay. now. Yeah, okay. we're at the very very ground level yeah. right now. So but at least the climate we, is right to even the the, the the conversation is out there to to okay. to work on this. And now, so we okay. will be.
1: How long have you been on the board? Uh, just a year. Okay. And in that year, have you learned something that maybe you wouldn't have, uh, just, you know, because, uh, because of giving back more or something like, I'm always looking for like, not secrets, but just stuff that you didn't know that you say, Oh, I wish people, you know, if they knew that maybe.
2: Yeah, no, there's a lot of, because there, um, you know, there's all sorts of different contracts that we work on. So and contracts are always up for renegotiation and things like that. So it's interesting to see um, from a board member kind of standpoint when you see both sides of arguments and trying to figure out which one is the right one. It's not always easy, but it's it's interesting to see it from that.
1: Yeah, but at least it's just standpoint. conversation. Yeah, you know, like that's what I want. Is the respect is like <coughs> we were talking knowledge. about last week with the in the weed world is it's that conversation. Say hello to my uh, boy, Kevin Zioli. Very funny man. Very funny guy. Funny what guy, up, Kev? Welcome. Funny guy. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. g-
3: Exactly. I wonder if he brought Mr. Wang with him. Uh, wa- <laughs> Wang not
1: here. Wang, listen to the music. Uh, how you been, Kev? Good, man.
4: Traveling, staying busy. Yeah?
1: yeah Making people happy. laugh? Of course. of boy. Funniest guy I know, right there. <laughs> right there. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming in. Um... Jay, so uh, speaking of charity, um, so we mentioned it a little bit earlier, and we've skated before in the past. And you being that six six two seventy, um, we used to talk about guys like you and say, "Thank God, those big guys can't skate." And yeah. you, you are like you said, for your love, of, your talent of the game <laughs> um, undermines your passion for the yeah, game. My, my
2: love outweighs my talent. Right, exactly. <laughs> but how often? But how often do you do you get to skate though? Uh, I'm skating at least at least once a week. I'm uh, playing on Ford. Uh, Ford has a uh, employee league that they've been running for years, and I run. Uh, I play in that league and try to play. If I don't have a game that night, I'll I'll play drop in on Mondays if I can. But I try to get out as much as possible. But man, all the drop in is always late at night. So is that tar-
3: <laughs> you, uh, the Dearborn, uh, Dearborn? later early.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're banned from wrestling. You ruined fucking guys'
1: dreams.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, we are uh, actually uh, doing a charity event, correct? Yeah. You want part. to, uh do you hit on that? Because this is, uh, this one's near and dear to your heart.
2: Yeah, this one's awesome. Uh, March 23rd, uh, we're going to be skating. We are the UCP Pucksters. We're for the United Cerebral Palsy of Detroit. And uh, we'll be playing against. Uh, you guys, the Red Wing alumni. Uh, this is the 19th year that this event has gone through, uh, has gone on. Um, in 18 years, they've raised about. Oh, almost $440,000 for that's your cerebral awesome. policy. Awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, that's still
1: it. not going to prevent me from fucking kicking your ass. But Tom Brady <laughs> and
2: I, we like to fucking win. <laughs> you know, and that's cool, but uh, I because, gotta I, your, because gonna... I can't skate, I'm just going to grab on you. No, you so. can try. <laughs> you, you, you can try. <laughs> no, I'm excited. This is a fun, uh, this is about my fifth year being involved with it and uh, uh, all, the, all the skaters, we all uh, take uh, donations. We have pledges that we take. So, um, we have to raise a certain amount of money to be even eligible to play, or all of a sudden we got to pay pay off the rest. So, we're uh, we we raise money, and uh, and you can actually go to the website at skatewithoutlimits.org. We'll definitely throw that, uh, yeah, yeah. And then you can go and uh, click on the pucksters, and you'll see all the guys. And you click on whoever's name, and you can donate. What and what's yours under uh, mother pucker? Jay Adams, you just uh, go in, and, yep, and uh, I'm about halfway to my goal right now, so I'm excited for it. All right, maybe for the grind we'll time with Darren nope. McCarty,
1: listeners. Uh, well, do you know these these uh, great De- uh, Detroit cast, uh, uh, Mike and Jay with the Big E, uh, who we also share this uh, studio, which, as you can see, it, but you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stew. If you can see, but you can't see. Hey, is there a joke there somewhere, Kev? Somewhere. Yeah.
0: You can see that it's under construction. What I can see is it's C.
1: under construction. Can you verify, Mr. Zioli? Because you, you are probably you know the one what? in the room with the most credit. I see it, but I
4: don't see it. That's the thing about <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> it. So it's under construction. Yeah, yeah, it's confirmed. there, right. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. I can confirmed. see it, but I can't see it.
1: <laughs> That's it. So, yeah. So they raised uh, some GoFundMe money for the new studio, which we hope to be in Timmy next week, Correct. No, not next week. Okay. (laughs) All right. See, you know what? I love it how he lets me down. I love the energy. I love the energy. (laughs) Hey, he knows that if you're just going to do it, just punch me right in the face right (laughs) off the bat. So I got nowhere to go. It's like, oh, okay. So We did put a hard
0: date on it. We put, um, I think it's the 24th is like the hard. We've got some things scheduled. Is that a Wednesday? Uh, I think it's a Sunday. Okay. I'm just
1: wondering which... So Which one of our... We, well,
0: just I'll, I'll tell you what.
3: what I'm hoping for.
0: A very special guest. It, it is yes. a Sunday. Yes.
3: It is a Sunday, uh, the 24th. The 24th. So, so we
0: should be in the new studio and we're being like... Uh, the 27th. We're being cagey and being secretive, but we can't really say exactly who this guest is. But this guest has big things going on and involves has Detroit, hockey. Has to do with hockey. And uh, you ain't gonna miss. now it. that you mention
1: it, Mac, that might be our first guest in the new studio. Well, that's what I'm planning on it. After cool. the text message that you sent me earlier. yeah, And <laughs> said that that I would want it to be, I think it would be apropos. Yeah. And trust I, me, guys, I, I agree. Uh, the one the one thing, you know, like around here, and so like uh we were talking with Jay. About the you know new studio, just different stuff, raising money for charity. Everybody's got something, you know, and that is awesome. And and it's like we try, you try to give the best you can. And uh, I was trying to, I'm gonna try to next week, guys. Marty Sheedy, our buddy, Project Scissorgate, yep, yep. is just crushing and in Peru. You know Marty, right? Dude, he uh, looks so baller. No? Marty looks oh, just oh, man, so much just- fun. Can you? He's pull. got
0: he's got the hat on. Yeah, I will.
1: Yeah, there's UCP. Yeah, there there it is. Yeah, uh, so and that's what uh, the, the the sled hockey.
2: Oh, that's bro, did talk you try about that? that. Talk yeah, about I, that. I I have I haven't done it. What the? It's so hard. Oh, I know. That's I. Well, what we do is we have a, at this game before the alumni game we do a sled hockey game with the uh, um the Grand Rapids Sled Wings, and so we <laughs> and they're great. They're so talented on these sleds but then we put able-bodied people in the sleds to play against them that have never done it and it's hilarious to watch because it, it is it is hard i i, I refed one of the games i didn't get into a sled though i don't know i've done it. it's a lot of work
1: i've done it and oh my gosh like <laughs> dunzo oh yeah i can imagine Dunzo. that's why hey junior that's why aaron when i when he gets he's one of those like he doesn't talk and stuff we know that but <laughs> when he does talk, he's like one of those guys that's ah, When I go on the ice for the first time, I'll probably be good. You know, he always said he always says he'll probably be that guy. He's like that's I got, great, it. He's I got not, it. He's said, like yeah. He'll get it, dude. But his stamina, he will the the his lungs will shut down. He'll start <laughs> oh, yeah. going. He'll get it. I'll get it. And then his lungs will collapse because that's what it's gonna get. Now, and those, let me just tell you. Because there's nothing like, you know what it's like when you get winded on the ice. It is one of those things that it takes a while to recuperate from when you're in shape. When you're not in shape, good luck, right? Because you get past the point of no
2: return and you're screwed. Well, that's what's what's great watching these kids, man, because they've been doing it for so long. They're so good. I mean, some of them got... Harder shot than, than able-bodied people standing up. I mean, the sled it's, it's, hockey
0: kids that are dude, they're, they're just so they've adjusted, and it's that, yeah. that's that's, and that's what they, they can do.
2: Fly on the ice too; they're wow. flying, good and doing that, hockey man. stops with those sleds. I'm like, I could never do that. Wow! A, so yeah, at uh, four o'clock they're gonna have the uh, sled hockey game, and then at uh, six o'clock the uh, the the Red Wings game, and it's great for families because uh, tickets are ten bucks per person, or a family pack is only thirty bucks, okay. and that's up to five people. So and children uh, uh, age five and under are free. And there's an after party, a pizza party up, uh, up upstairs uh, for 10 bucks a person if they want to go as well. But uh, it's a great event. Uh, we have a silent auction with a ton of different uh, donations, uh, uh, stuff that people have donated. Uh, and, it, and it's all for a great cause. All the money. All the, the money that we raise, all the money from the auction and everything goes right to United Cerebral Palsy. So. That's awesome.
3: What yeah, a great that's, that's organization. That's at Orchard Lake St. Mary's?
2: Yeah, we're playing Orchard yeah. Lake St. Mary's. Yeah, because yeah. yep. yeah.
3: I know we played at a couple different uh, rings.
2: Yeah, we used to play in there. Hazel Park and yeah, then Hazel uh, a lot. Uh, on that Olympic uh, ice. Yeah, the oh. Olympic sheet. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's I've so actually, wide. Instead <laughs> of reffing,
3: I actually played a couple games. We were short a few guys and I got to play in that. And oh, you're, nice. You're right, that Olympic size. Yeah, is I'm,
2: a, I'm not a fan. I used to play dropping in there, and you don't. Think it's going to be that much bigger, and then you're out there and you try to bank it off the boards, and it's like, oh, that's a lot. All right, further we want to away. talk
1: about Olympic ice. All right, guys, you're oh, talking yeah. to the guy that can't skate that got played in Belleville, Ontario, the only OHL oh, yeah. rink with that was Olympic size, <laughs> and and you force for a guy that runs on skates, you throw him in the ocean, you learn how to swim. It's the old sink or swim. You'll learn how to you'll that's... learn how to figure it out. Now the bonus to that right is when you figure out how to do it and you beat the shit out of everybody your age and younger uh, and then in a big ice when you step over the line and they back into the goal line and you got all day to unload
3: you know that's the benefit of the big it's ice a, it, it, it's so funny you say that mac we, we've got a, a guy watching on facebook mike forboda and he said thanks mac for signing my card when you were with belleville Oh, there you go! Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. So I mean, we got. I, I, I'm assuming he's still in Belleville, still Wisconsin alive. Again. Way to go, Mike! Yeah, yep. So, yeah, had help. everybody out
1: there uh, across the land. You know yeah, now, now we're, that we're, grind we're... time with Darren McCarty, our guest, uh, Mr. J.R. Adams, uh, stuntman, actor, wrestler, retired. But I seen you. Uh, you've been moonlighting, bro. Uh,
2: you uh, got, got a couple in of. There for a time. Time. There's a couple uh, of shows. shows that are you, hey,
1: are you like? Bobby the Brain Heenan, she, are you in the ring doing some stuff that you can't get hurt? Or I,
2: I'm well, I might have had a match uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, just like the,
3: just like the new room, might be there, might not. Yeah. No, no, I no, because I, I see.
1: You know that's the one thing is like following you still dibble dabble because you must. Well, do you, I do this do you one. You the the one show
2: I did a couple weeks ago was called. It was called the Squared Circle Review. It's a um, carnival sideshow uh, wrestling show. So we all do like carnival characters and stuff like that. So for the longest time, I was the strong man. I was Gunther T strong man. But then I got bit by a werewolf, so now I'm a werewolf strong man. So <laughs> I can't not do a show like that. It's just way too much fun. I get, yeah, to get I made up it, like dude. a werewolf, and I go out there and I howl, and I you know, it's a blast.
0: Yeah, it's like you you had me at werewolf. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> no, you,
2: right, dude, you had me on. <laughs> like when you got bit by the
1: werewolf and like man now you're a strong man, werewolf changed. bro exactly. you're a lichen and then like dude you sort of like that combination in underworld and then wow man that's my friend man hey don't mess with my friend he's a lichen <laughs> 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 have you met jay he's a lichen yeah um yeah Wait, but what so you do now oh. now with grind time on iTunes and Spotify uh, and what else, Tim? iTunes. Uh, I, I can't. I can't Spotify. say that we're on Spotify yet. We're not. It's I Stitcher, just threw that it? out there.
0: Uh, Stitcher. Was, yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. And Stitcher.
1: Right. Kevin's not what we do. And not what I learned. See, Kevin Zioli here, who's one of my comedy mentors. He uh, has just flown in from Istanbul or something. <laughs> exactly. He had to go get no, because he only smokes the best hash in the world. He's been telling me. So he got <laughs> dropped off private plane.
4: Boogie, whatever. Like, how you been, Kev?
1: I've been good, man. So hey, where you man. been? You've been traveling and Feeling making good. people laugh?
4: Yeah. You know what's funny? I got to go to Atlanta next uh, next Wednesday, and I'm going to be right up from where the Super Bowl was. So that's kind of cool. Okay. You know, right by the big Ferris wheel, if you saw that, and all the Super Bowl shows. and So all shows. the
0: strippers that made bank while the Super Bowl was there, they'll be coming to see you. Exactly. They're going to be make dropping jokes. their money yeah.
4: for me. Yeah. They're getting the double They're going to make it load. rain on Circle you. Circle of life. That's me. Yeah, that's me. I'm like a double stripper all on myself. Man. Bro, Did you see gonna... where that stripper is right across from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Did you see
0: the, the, oh, Vi- yeah, the yeah. vice piece about that? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Listen, I, all I know, dude, is that people out there, look up my man Kevin Zioli, if you ever get a chance to go to him, because this guy Absolutely. is the only guy I know that has a story of getting so many different animals high, bro. <laughs> this mother, this dude, he—it is unbelievable. I'm not ruining it. No, don't. I'm no, no, to- dude. You <laughs> told me a bunch of shit. Like you learn things from people. I learned. I, with- I, I'm not gonna, cause you have to tell. Them.
4: <laughs> I learned what people are capable of, man. That's you'd be surprised what people admit to getting high. Animals they admit to getting high around the country, man. They will, man. It's it's everything. Cats, dogs. I mean, if you I heard if you somebody told me if you get a dog high it will stare at a ceiling fan until it falls over, so they would be like er and then it's out. Like a cat that. would tweak out like a meth head. and would be all tweaky. But they've said like they've said uh, cats, dogs. I've heard chinchillas, rabbits, snakes, frogs. These are things when people have gotten high. They've gotten them high. They've gotten them high. And then I, I'll, I will admit, I admitted on stage. You saw me do it. That I have actually got animal high. I mean, I'm not proud of it i was actually i got a i got a deer high yeah remember i was telling you about you that did, you did walking you, through the woods smoking a joint come out of the woods bam there's a deer so whatever i do i just start blowing the deer's face like <laughs> you know now i'm gonna tell you something a cat a dog might stare at a ceiling fan a cat might tweak out but a deer won't move a fucking muscle man they won't because i was doing it for like 25 minutes man i mean didn't even bat an eyelash and then I realized it was in the neighbor's yard and it was a statue. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're a story, story, bro. man. Yeah. yeah. Should see that deer now.
1: What about... Uh, I like the one it's I like about weird. the fish. <laughs> yeah. You, got, you know, got the fish eye. We got a show
3: coming, I think soon. Um I'll so yeah, Jackson. actually, actually, Jackson. I saw
4: Kevin just Saturday. Oh, you do Jackson? Oh, yeah. I'm Doing Jackson with you on the 21st.
1: Yeah, ja- that's at, uh, I just did a promo for that. That is that Nightlight, I think.
4: Yeah, I think so.
1: Nightlight, that. Um, Tim, do you got the? Uh, we, what do you got coming up this week? What do you got coming up?
4: I am going to be in Kishkton, Ohio. I <laughs> know <laughs> you know. Where is it's, that? Uh, it's actually the uh, comedy capital of uh, Ohio. Cause shock, no that's bullshit I was man. just no, like, little, I, was, <laughs> well my next man. question was is that a big thing <laughs> I'll I mean gonna... is that
1: a big thing to drive through and go comedy capital wow and... do you know where it is
4: Dude, or you I gotta am, have to google it I am a comedy whore man if there's money oh, I, there, get... I can you know I'll I'll bro, you
1: bro no, no, you're about me. It, you're about sharing spreading the, the big freak sex monkey everywhere that's bro everywhere man. Yeah. I mean that's a big freak sex monkey coming to your town <laughs> That's it. So the whole we're,
4: caravan. we're doing Jackson. Jackson will be fun. We should do some morning radio with my buddy Scott Cloud. Maybe if we, you know, it'd be fun. Nice. Hell yeah, you should do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's what's a morning a, what's, DJ out there. What he's metro area are we talking about? What what city? It's in Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. What station is it's your guy? It's a out? country station. I can't recall the, the call letters on it.
1: Oh, dude, you should do that, Mac. If you W country,
4: country, w- country. Yeah. W C U don't spell that yeah. right. <laughs> no, you do, man. You better get a good speller in there. Yeah. That's funny. I, I, I yeah. Was let in. me let me know. That'd be good. Yeah. You know what's funny? Can I say this one thing? Because yeah. I was I was driving down my street, one of my side streets that I noticed the other day. My my fiancee Shana was with me in. in she said, she went by the sign, and I thought it said artistic adult in the area. Apparently, it was autistic adult is what it was eventually. But I was the first thing I said to joke around. I'm like, well, hide all the paintbrushes and easels. You know what I mean? And she's like, I don't get it. I'm like, didn't it say aut- artistic uh, adult in the area? And then she goes, no, it said autistic. I'm like, how do you know he didn't paint that sign? And he's, he's, just, a, he's just a bad speller. That's right? it. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> dude. So did you go back and change the sign you painted? No, nah, I'm going to leave it just like that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep looking for that little did you guy. Did deer man. crossing <laughs> sign up? Yeah, yeah should have. Yeah.
0: Artistic adult. I just see like some, <laughs> there's a guy wandering around the neighborhood. You got to look out for him. He's got like Birkenstocks on. Yeah, yeah. Pay, He's got a bunch of paint on his fingers. Like you got, watch. Hey, heads up. There's artistic oh, adult. Oh, no, he started drawing
2: yeah. you. He started drawing yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll run. He yeah. just, just carrying yeah.
0: an easel. There's just this dude that walks the neighborhood yeah we look out for him just yeah
4: he'll redo your garage he <laughs> will repaint it
1: <laughs> so uh Jay um also you you uh if you follow you on uh Facebook or whatever you I follow you on Facebook but you and the wife uh you you are about town like you grab a van fleet there <laughs> you saw them you know I seen you do you're you at the Fox or uh,
2: yeah didn't, we'll, you, we'll be didn't, at the dirty show this weekend which one? The dirty show.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly all over. Is it what's is there any uh you got any places like that people need to check out or something that you've seen that like I'm trying always trying to think of new things to like for example, everybody knows the new Top Golf um you should try. It's it's wonderful. It's perfect for getting friends together because you don't have to be golf and competitive and and it's it's a great gathering and stuff like that. I just found that there's a there's round one, in, the Great Lakes Crossing, which is like Dave and Buster's on crack. It's like, dude oh, I my watch, son's been there. My son goes there. Dude, here. I they have Japanese I watched, games
0: there that you can't.
1: Yeah, I, I watch else. this yeah, little I, ninja kid. Probably. We had to be about 14, had a mask on, and everything just beat the living shit out of that revolution machine with his feet, like, oh, dance, geez. dance, dance. He looked like he should be on, uh, <laughs> this kid should dance. You know what I mean? it was. was I was, was sitting there it. like, yeah. you go, bro. But, but just walking around that thing, be- and uh, Boogie lights up when I say Dave and Busters because, you know, we we, we like, like Dave and Busters. Busters. Um but the round one, so that's like one place that I'd say, yeah, if like you said, your son, I'd oh, yeah. say check it out. Um And it's yeah. worth walking if you haven't been out to Great Lakes Crossing as a something to do. It's 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 cool to go check that out. But I found that G- yeah. you shout gotta, out to round one. Like-
0: Hit us up round one if you yeah, <sighs> want to. Yeah, please. Be a part of the DMAC family.
2: Um, you got anything? Well, I mean. It's not a, a secret or anything like that, but my buddy uh, is a, the head chef and owner of uh, Mabel Gray. Oh God, dang, oh, yeah, dude! That place he, what's is, his I name? Ask, like, James. Oh, he's uh, awesome,
1: bro. He's been on TV and he's gone. yeah, yeah.
2: He was on Top Chef,
1: uh, bro. No, I've known him there? for years. Are we were there. Aaron Aaron, we should have him on the show. Aaron and I were actually there uh, like three years ago with Tommy Chong having dinner and stuff. Oh we, yeah, absolutely. We should have him.
2: I would love to have him on the show. Love yeah, that. He's a great dude. Where, yeah, where's he's that at, Jay? He, uh, uh, right on, right it's on down John from R. DDT's. Yep, exactly. Right. Uh, it's just north of Nine Mile on John R. Didn't they just win an award or? Well, he was up. He was nominated. He's a James Beard uh, nominated. Yeah, which is like the top. The yes. top chef award. Aside I don't know a, too much about like it. It's so like prize about. of cooking. Yeah, oh, exactly. No. Yeah, and, uh, he goes all over the country. He does specialty dinners for uh, you know these people all over the place. But um yeah, I've known. Uh, Jim, he yeah, got air and new anyway, vegetables.
1: That's all I gotta say. That never I mean, happened.
2: Me too. He has. He has. He makes stuff up that I would never usually eat. But he just. He's like, trust me, Jay. And I eat it, and I love it, man. It's 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 great. So that's one of my favorite, you know, favorite restaurants. And there's a great uh, little bar next door, uh, Joe Bar, right, right next door to it. So you go have a couple of drinks at Joe Bar, and then go to Mabel Gray. Cool. And uh, that that's a great great restaurant.
3: Yeah, that's a what good. What was uh, What did you do on the show, Man vs. Food? Oh, Man vs.
2: Food. That yeah. was back in the day when we, uh, you know, I was wrestling a lot. Um, they were doing an episode. Uh, you know, they went to Lafayette and uh, American Coney Island. They did the comparison and everything. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the challenge that he does every week, uh, there's a place down in Southgate called Malley's, and they had uh, oh yeah a hundred and Mally or two hundred pound hand, cheeseburger. And obviously he wouldn't be able to eat that himself, so he recruited a bunch of Detroit uh, Yeah to race I remember that. Dude. Dude. So yeah. I was one of the I was one of the wrestlers. I was the blonde Mohawked wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, sit, totally sit remember sitting next that. to uh, Gene Simmons from a, a, a Kiss Cover band. Um, so yeah, when we had to try to eat the burger in, in two hours. And there was about 35, 40 of us and we still we couldn't get it done. Was, was down it good us. though? No, it was horrible. Oh, <laughs> no, God. because it, I mean literally the 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 patty was drier like than- the patty was like a truck tire you know it was that thick and this big oh, around yeah. how do you cook it well they had to cook it for 16 hours straight yeah, so you're, and you're just gonna to make it different yeah. yeah and so it was like it was very crumbly it but it was yeah, pretty I insane. remember that dude that's not a
0: hamburger that's a f- piece of furniture like you said it yeah. was a, yeah. it's a
2: truck tire yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly what oh cow dude <laughs> So <laughs> you got if you're, if you're listening, if you're listening there all you gotta do is Google uh man versus yeah. food yeah. mohawk man oh, versus that food That doesn't, doesn't even
3: look good. You're right. It no, doesn't. It was horrible. It
0: doesn't it's not food. I mean, oh, well. I mean He's made a bigger one since then.
4: Really? A bigger, a bigger burger? burger yeah, because yeah. someone else did a there bigger look burger. Look at you, Jack. He made a bigger burger than that. There yeah, is. we had some
2: of the Detroit Derby girls out there. That's had, uh, awesome. from Detroit firefighters. I remember when he softwares. did that episode. Yeah, it was cool.
0: Yeah, he
2: That's made cool. Detroit
0: look good. Like he did, he did us right. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: yeah, and it was cool that he did, you know, he showcased both Lafayette and American. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, that was really cool. So did and you then, get to meet Adam Richman? Yeah, yeah, he was it a cool? nice guy. Yeah. Good. That was actually the first time I had ever heard about slows too. That was back that was oh, back yeah. that yeah. long oh, ago. Yeah, that was yeah. at, right yeah. after slows had opened up and they, be, they started getting big. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So what like as we with what you've done or whatever, what are the things you're most proud of um
2: yeah. just that like
1: uh, as far as your work and or, or just and, and And anything real interesting we haven't touched on? I'm
3: sorry, anything real interesting we haven't touched on, you'd like to talk about?
2: Uh, it's just a matter of, I, I, uh, it's kind of cheesy, it sounds cheesy, but for me, there's nothing for me to be able to, like, there's a lot of new, younger wrestlers here in the Detroit area. Um, that you know, I'll still go to shows, and every once in a while, I'll go to the school and help train and stuff like that, but being somebody that they respect that you know that I you know I, I you know busted my ass here in the Detroit yeah, area for a long Dude, time listen, so, so to re- be that guy that they respect and ask for opinions on and stuff like that that is like what I'm proud of because that's uplifting man. yeah you know it's, yeah. it's to be able to guide somebody too and uh, to be you know that they respect you enough to want your opinion but also you know, I love putting in the time and helping people out and trying to do whatever I can to make it. You know, Speaking of helping someone's people out,
0: out, who helped you out with that left right cross combo? Because that was legit <laughs> and there was no cut in that. Did you, have you ever had any striking
2: training? I did a little bit. But actually, back in the day, I remember Al Irish yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I, I dude, did some, training, some with hot, I I'm, I'm cross, training with him. I know Because your cross, I mean, yeah. they were textbook. No, dude. No, we, we, or the back
0: back hooks, in I'm the sorry. The hooks, Yeah, your yeah. cross.
1: He's got these monster, yeah. like. Those are like the power but shots.
0: You did everything right. right. You had it even with your head. Like yeah. Both of them.
2: Well, that's, I mean, honestly, Stuntman, we, we train a lot. Cool. A lot of fight training, well, a lot of boxing sense. training, yeah. uh, a lot of MMA training, you know, whatever we can, because, it, you know, we there's so many different styles of fighting mm-hmm. in movies. You have to be very versatile. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, a huge one that's become super popular since John Wick is the, the Kali. Yeah. You know, that that style and uh, joint manipulations. Th- oh yeah, in the jujitsu, absolutely. So you, you have to to be marketable and be able to be hired. You gotta you gotta know a little bit of everything. Good, yeah, and you, you gotta be able to know it like it's sell it like
0: you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. You know how, how to sell why, it for camera. Because I'm watching, I'm like, ah, oh, there's some haymakers. God bless him. You know, he's doing the haymaker thing, and he's just following choreography. And then all of a sudden, there's this one cut, and you just did. Three, (laughs) and then you did a right. And that's not easy to do, to follow a left hook with a right hook. To
2: try to get your hips back. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I'm just working on that right now. A few of us could do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see you on March 23rd. Oh, Oh, hey. No, no,
1: no. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, you know, you'll be pulling, you can pull me down all you want, but I'm a goal scorer in the alumni. I don't, like you said, yeah, I'm up to the paycheck now. I, you're like, the I Fedorov? Everybody Are you the Fedorov honest, of, the I, of the alumni? Yeah, I'm, I'm the, I, dude, I'm, I'm the Fedorov, Iserman, Shanahan. Of the alumni. You, know, you know, I actually got to say,
2: though, it's, it's fun. I was just out there last Sunday uh, to watch you guys at Clark Park, and I was next to the, next to the, uh, uh, the locker room there next to the bench. And I would watch Darren and Darren is like talking to the guys. He's all right, guys, well, yeah, come on. He, when uh, Eddie Mio made some, oh some great, God, great, goodness. everybody he went, so oh you. man, when the, he whole was bench, when, when the whole bench starts chanting his I name, get, yeah, let yeah, me hey, tell you. But hey. I watch you and you're, 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 you're you know, and it's alumni it. game. You guys are you're obviously going to, you know, destroy the guys, but you're, 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 you're the leader now. You're I, leading enjoy. It. I, I enjoy
1: it. I have fun. I think that that's the thing is I'm enjoying, like you okay. said, that you, I, just to touch on, isn't it nice to know that all the bullshit and all the things that uh, personally, whether it's, I'm talking about myself, talking about you, knowing your story, Tim Perry, anybody in this room, to be able to to to, to, to say that you know all that suck to get to this moment, to be able to enjoy what you're doing to influence to maybe I had somebody tonight at the Dunham signing um, I don't know he's probably about 40 years old but to <sighs> say that my book saved his life or whatever and you know I, I mean that's that's awesome well it's just to hear and he said because he had a gambling thing and yeah two, but he's been on a journey since 2015 it's given his family like I and when you know pain You can see pain, and you can see heal, and you can see so that when people say, like, I know when people are full of shit. Mm. I know when people's intentions aren't pure because I only carry try to carry mine the best with pure intentions. If I have ill intentions, you got to ask yourself what you did to put me in that mood because I do not, anybody in this room, anybody who knows me, I don't, because I'd rather influence, and I'd rather... Um, be that one to tell you why you can now it's not going to be easy i'm going tomorrow i'm flying at noon i'm flying into san francisco to speak on the uh what's that i don't know i think that was somebody's phone actually oh uh, i'm going to san francisco tomorrow to speak at the uh, <coughs> um at uh, spark san francisco uh, summit, mar- uh, Medical Marijuana Summit. And this is in um, support of athletes? For Athletes for, for Care. Okay, and um, Care in this case means cannabis, the use of cannabis. Well, Athletes for Care is the, the organization, is our...
0: Athletes for Care, yeah. yeah. But the folk, the care the, that they're speaking of there is... Uh,
1: is for care for whatever it is, mind, body, and soul, but also, too, with cannabis, how it's... And especially the hemp and the CBD. CBD. But No, but all of it ha- I mean, is the 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 depth of it and how for me I'm speaking on my experience. But you know, my story just keeps growing and growing and growing because my education, I get to go out and talk to the people out there now and come back all fully loaded in education. Wow. Um, you know, if people want to know Saturday. So it's to be able to do that and to reach out and to be able to whoever's listening out here to know that you can, you know, reach us at email at grindtimepodcast dot com. And and you know check us out well, at Perry's Man's watching podcast. the Facebook
0: while we're on the air, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, right?
1: So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Goomba Mitzi says hi, and um, but it's it's. Do you have uh, where I'm at on uh, Saturday? Because it's in Port So. Yes. I'm going. I'm going tomorrow to San Fran. I'll be back Friday, and then Saturday. And this is big, because come here, Jesus. Oh jeez, biggie. <laughs> you just said oh jeez. Yeah. Because my man E here, so and he's on the uh, he's on the cover. So my man E. So the grind time. I'm launching Grind Time's first comedy event for a fundraiser for uh, U14, 16. There it is. Yeah. Uh, baseball team. Um, it's at the Jewel in Grand Blanc, seven o'clock. There it is. Yeah. My, um, you can see the information there. Uh, my oh. Eric Europe. Yeah, come on. I was gonna say thanks for calling me the host. By the way, it says that, that I'm the host on this thing. Well, no, 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 no. well if you're gonna freak out, on that, you're I, not the host.
2: I know. No, I, I appreciate. You want to be the host? Yeah. Why
1: not? Right. All right. You're gonna host it. And a third guy. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> uh, you got that Tony Vatchik uh, there it's too. Official. I did I, that's yeah. the best look at E stepping up All Right. because usually East would have been he would have been dude what are you doing I'm paranoid I'm freaked out but he's gross going bro thanks for being the host because I took it as you don't want to be host he's like no I want to be host I'm like your host <laughs> so hosted by Grind Tide Podcast presents Darren McCarty uh, special guest Tony Vashik and our host and comedian the Detroit cast Eric. Eric Fady, ah, All right. There yeah. it is. I'm looking forward to it, man. Look, you said great. now, listen, bro. Oh, here, get on the mic for oh, a sec. Yeah. Now, you said last week when I came in here, you said, dude, you had a show and you were practicing. Are you ready? Do you got some good material? How much time? How much good time?
2: I think 10 or 15. What, which camera, is, man.
1: so I'm going to say 1230. What do you say? 13 minutes. Yeah, sure. Because I don't want you dragging out. I like your closer. And you got to tell the Chicago Stripper story. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I got, it,
0: I got
2: it ready for you, buddy. I like it. It's
1: good. All right. Thank so God. you'll be hosting. You uh, Have you hosted before?
2: Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, I hosted a comedy show in Midland last uh, Thursday. So right on. All thing. right.
1: Good. So we got a professional hoster in <laughs> the Detroit cast, Eric Fade. He's going to be there at the Jewel. Um, uh, February 9th, the Jewel Golf Course, 5270 Perry Road in Grand Blanc. show begins at 7, Doors at 6. Uh, food's available upstairs at Patty McGee's before the show. Yeah. 586-216-6805 for tickets. Call Big Rob. And we'll make sure we share all this stuff. We'll yeah, s- uh, this will um, be on the website. on the um,
0: uh, And definitely on uh, Facebook, uh, Grind Time Podcast. Um, you've got your thing tomorrow in San Francisco, yeah. Athletes for Care, and and then that's Saturday. That's Saturday. And then you have an alumni. Alumni
3: game, Frazier. No, it's uh, at Southfield on Sunday. Uh, is that 130? 130. Puck drop 130. <laughs> but we're playing. Was that uh, game supposed to be a Frazier? No. Uh, we're, it's The it's the benefit is for a group called FAR, F-A-R. Um, but we're playing the Frazier Wolverines and the Detroit Moose. So Red Baronson's gonna be playing for the other team. Meltdown is gonna be playing for the other team. Nice. Jay? WRF.
1: Yeah, J- yeah uh, Wait, hold on. Oh, Meltdown said, yeah, that's Meltdown for the Rift caught, text me and said he's playing on a line with Red Baronson. And I said Rattle Red will probably stick you about three shifts in, he will have enough of your shift. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna last long. But so then. that's yeah. at Southfield, but we're okay, so so to correct myself, thank you, Perry. The Fraser
3: part is we're playing a Fraser team. Fray, the Fraser Wolverine slash Detroit. Yeah, he hung guy? me out to
1: dry there, Tim, and he didn't like. Just said, "The Fraser, relax." because yeah. I'm getting well, you out. recover, man. Come on. Down. I know. So that's at <laughs> one thirty. Um, anybody? I just heard this. So anybody up in Saginaw? Uh, speaking of wrestling, uh, Sunday night and uh, at the Dow in Saginaw. And I know Monday night Raws in Grand Rapids because Dog's trying to get me down there for that one. So. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Okay. Jay,
0: what about um, coming up? Like, is there, I I can't give shit away. I understand that, but is there anything coming down the pipe kind of cool that you're looking forward to? Is there anything on the books? Uh,
2: Nothing. Like I said, uh, I just had the Ray Donovan episode uh, in in The Punisher. I was in an episode of that. That just came out. Uh, I did a Ford commercial that's going to be, I don't know whether it'll be online or (laughs) I'm not exactly sure. I got this
0: feeling that the Ray Donovan thing is going to bring you a lot more work. I'm hoping, yeah. I mean, I, it was cool
2: to be able to be myself too and not doubling somebody else I was actually playing my own character. And which opens yeah. yeah. up,
1: which is like also too is would you, do you put in the time so that's been like a six year and then now it's like where you can do both, right? Yeah. Because I think that that's From listening to you Is that the perfect world Is to have You know Find a series Where you have fun Like the outsiders To follow a guy Like Ryan Hurst around And then also to Pop in with your own characters
2: Yeah absolutely Well Well, I I mean the ultimate
0: Would be to get arc of like like a character like this Ray Donovan fighter, right? Yeah. to get an arc. That would be cool. Over yeah. a few episodes of something that's kind of like who you are. Yeah. I mean yeah, that would that, be the jackpot. That, for that me. would
2: be that <laughs> would be pretty sweet. I am we'll just We'll work I'm, on that. We'll get I'm started. I'm just so happy to work when I do though sure, and I sure. have such a blast and uh like I said, I know how lucky I am because yeah, I've, I worked my ass off, but you you know, you got to have the right people looking out for you too. You got to be, you know, in the right spot at the right time and uh, so I know how lucky I am. So yeah, it's a blast. Amen.
0: Yeah, you, Kevin, you leaving us? Kevin yeah. only. Okay, past his bad time. Yeah, man. Is, man. He's- thanks for stopping on the show, man. Hey, Please you. come back. You know. Stop
1: in, man. That was a great time. Yeah. Yes, sir. I will. uh I will see. If I don't see you before, I'll see you on the twenty-first, my friend. Yes,
2: sir. Perry's getting his autograph. And
1: then we should mention that Except Perry. Yeah,
2: the, well, alumni, you know event, like
0: that. the <laughs> alumni event. The alumni event that the UCF, your team. Is in March against the UCP, alumni. Yep, UCP. Yep, UCP I'm sorry. March, UCP, March
2: twenty-three. Yep. Yep. Uh, we'll, March twenty-third. We're gonna
0: have him back
1: on we're before make that. Or, promote. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I'll have you maybe back come in. back on yeah.
0: before that cool. event. You know what I mean? So we can tell people and. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I'm always down. And hopefully by then I'll have uh, something lined up that I can kind of tell you about. There's. I mean. There's stuff going on with uh, the guy that I double. So I'm hoping that uh, you know he's he just got. Cast, he's one of the new bad guys in Walking Dead. Now, is there so I'm hoping oh, that cool. I'll be hoping that I'll get a chance to go and work with him uh, on the Walking Dead? So, uh, dude, they um, need, they um, need they a six same. foot six walker. Well, that's right? what he kind of is. I mean, his, his okay. character is uh, uh beta. There's a uh, these two, there's Alpha and Beta. Alpha's a woman, Ryan's Beta, oh. and uh, they're the Whispers and they wear uh, they make masks and clothes out of the zombie skin. Okay. So that they can walk around with the zombies. So yeah, ah, and so okay. Ryan, Ryan looks like me. So he's you know he's not quite as tall, but he's six four and a half, six five. Okay, uh, giant are, guy you, with 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 zombies. get face, the right.
1: So. when yeah. you get the right side, you know what I mean. Like there, you guys put the hair the right way. The- oh yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it's, it's weird. Before you know, years before I ever worked for him, when I used to have my hair out longer and a big beard, I used to get told all the time that I look like Opie from yeah. South America. and that was back when he was on the show and uh, I never watched the show so I didn't know who they were talking about and I looked yeah. him up I'm like oh yeah I kind of do and then a couple years down the line he's doing a new show and he's look- they're looking for a double for him I'm like oh that's that guy that people tell me I look like so I got hooked up that's awesome so, Yeah, it it's out. interesting
0: you read with this look that you have the beard and the like the Opie look I guess you'd call it right it's you but yeah, yeah but um, you read a little bit older on, on screen. But you look younger in person. Sure. Have you noticed that? No, Has anybody I said that? But
2: I, I appreciate that. Yeah, very like because yeah. I feel old as hell. No, no, <laughs> no like like
0: that. Sh- that Ray inside scene. is out.
1: <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, because mine's the same way. She ain't hiding, but you. Know yeah. That,
2: that, yeah. No. I, 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 yeah. I guess. Well, they also too. The uh, the makeup department. I had scars w- all, all over my face. And, yeah. yeah, I had yeah. scars. Uh, silicone scars like all over my face too it was it was pretty rad
0: cool yeah that i mean the ray donovan scene is just
3: awesome dude. thank you congratulations yeah, that was a i mean i appreciate yeah, it yeah, I, yeah uh, I know i asked you earlier but uh just real quick you were on conan a couple times what was it you did on conan
2: yeah a few years ago uh they used to do a thing where every year for the final four basketball they would go to the city that the final four was going to be and they would do their shows for the week from there so this year was uh Uh, That year was they were in Dallas for uh, the uh, Final Four. So they were doing a series of episodes and two episodes in a row they needed uh, me for. I did a, uh, the the one was pretty ridiculous. It was a skit about, you know, uh, he said, you know, people always say, don't mess with Texas. Well, we're going to see if that's true and we're going to mess with Texas. So I was dressed in a giant foam Texas costume and I wrestled other people dressed in other states and, so that was a skit for that one, and uh, we had a little person, and he was Hawaii. So oh. okay. <laughs> how'd it go? Oh, it was fantastic. The crowd went nuts for it. Um, and then the next day, I did. Uh, they did. It was like NCAA mascots that shouldn't dunk at halftime. So it was like parody uh, mascots, and I was a uh, in this giant bull costume, and I was a, a a bull that gored an Austin hipster. So I had oh. like I had like a inflatable guy on my horns that I'd go gore- and then. I was in this giant bull costume, and then I had to get up on, you know, on my hind legs and run and try to jump off a trampoline and dunk. So that um, was a lot of fun. I was in Dallas for a week and uh, got to do that. That was that was that was, it was pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. Hey, uh Okay. So uh, before we uh, close up shop for another episode of Grind Time with Darren McCarty, we're gonna introduce this new segment. It's called. What is it called? What did you did you decide on a name? Uh, not officially, but I'm gonna say Perry. Tell me more. Was it? Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay. Now today's category is I found this. Okay. Which now we all know, and this is sort of like you know uh, educate, medicate. But if you wanted to see or not, that I came across this. Now what you'll see is this is a. Uh, Park Davis cannabis tincture from back sold. I think the whole thing was that it was used to be produced and 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 down to it. And Tim brought it to my attention that it was made in Detroit, Michigan.
0: Yeah, you just shared like a vintage CBD bottle. Yes, you shared a picture vintage, of it from and then, eighteen sixty three
1: to nineteen thirty before
3: the and
1: on the bottom it said
0: Detroit, Detroit Michigan. Michigan. So Perry. Right. Positive Perry Positive did a Perry? little digging. <laughs> Tell me more.
3: Well, I saw right away, I saw Park Davis, and I know Park Davis Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And little did I know, but I researched because it said Detroit, Michigan. And the company was formed here back in 1866. And not only was it formed here, at one point, it was the largest, the world's largest pharmaceutical company. Wow. Um, yeah, they you know they went around and, and uh, in the late 1800s they took expeditions down to the Central South America, the West Indies, in search of medicinal plants.
1: Medicinal plants? Yeah, that's we went. Yeah. any which way medicinal, medicinal. whatever. So, medicinal. so, so 150 years ago, the people were and they weren't flying there; they were boating there. Do knowing that there's other answers from around the world, and then it just goes to show you, it takes a hundred years to right wrongs, but it happened right here. So a little bit of history for you out there about Detroit, Michigan is is why Michigan maybe at the you know one of the precipice put forefront in dude we we've uh, the been, legalization. been there since the 1800s. It's amazing. Right? That's, is is do you think it's it's because um, history tells us that? we're supposed to and it's supposed to be here and not only it's your you know journey to use the product but because that product you know was was searched out found and produced here yeah, which is like amazing they were, it's I, like they're already using I, I, it it makes me feel good that yeah but it, more of of uh, that it's like where you're from it's like i guess if you if you know you were like so into pasta and you're from italy I yeah mean,
3: like you know well, from here, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you we're
1: because we're, we're listen, proud of, the whole of a lot thing, of shit from this, here. Listen, yeah, the
2: whole thing beer, there is, is look at we're, that. We're better. proud
0: of a lot of shit from Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> right?
2: Well, it shows you too that it, uh, they realize the potential of, of Ray, it. Ray, back we we're then. talking
1: CBD and we're talking the tinctures and we're talking yeah. about the medicinal effects, which yes. what we're talking about now. Same conversation. And they were running the, before, on before it. Rockefeller. I just, it yeah, just decided blows decided me away that Rockefeller and Hearst, yes, the newspapers, yeah. Yeah, and because of the pulp, um, yep. but here's the thing. So think where we'd be hundred if 150 years wasn't. Oh my you know, God!
0: Erased. We're, we, we'd be on another planet, probably, right?
2: Well, I, I think view. we'd have <laughs> a lot cleaner uh, society. We'd be a lot and healthier. Yeah, I think we because a lot of the stuff that is used like paper and stuff like that it would have gone to hemp a long Doritos time ago. would have
0: been invented way sooner.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: Right. Pretzels would have pretzels would have made leaps and bounds in the in the you know the turn of the. 20th well, speaking
1: century. of that, right now, okay, <laughs> what's your favorite like snack? Doritos,
0: Doritos, 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 Doritos all day. That's
1: my go to yeah. right now. Go to
3: cheat, yeah, you absolutely. Can. Lay's barbecue chips, Lay's barbecue.
1: If I'm going chips, it's salt and vinegar. But I'm on those big things, those pretzels
2: with peanut butter in them. Oh,
1: mm, those yeah. peanut butter pretzel bites, and then
2: chalk covered almonds. You. See if I'm if I'm gonna go. I'm more of like a sweets guy, so I would do Z, those zebra cakes.
1: Oh, I love those zebra cakes. Oh, they're cakes, the best thing bro. in the world. Oh man,
2: hey, hey you know, <laughs> I eat
1: the fifty cent, fifty cent fifty cent. 50 cent. 50 cent. <laughs> oh man, they're so good. I get that, yeah. So, Speaking so sweet. Of that. that was
0: our first. Uh, tell us more, and I, I think that was, that was pretty. Good educated. Tell us more, parents. Thanks so for the research. If
1: you want more information, get educated, get medicated. Um, I'm off to, I'm off to San Fran. Holy shit, dude. I'm going to San Francisco. I might be I might be getting some seafood. Uh, you know I love me some seafood. The, yeah, right yeah, right, the, uh, right out from out the, the wharf. wharf. The wharf, yeah. I, I might have to check that out.
2: Bread and- me and the wife Do you uh, have any do you have recommend. any recommendations? And I yeah, we ate it at a great place right there. I, I don't remember the Thanks. name, I'll have to ask her and I'll but yeah, I'll give it to text you. You. Uh, I'll, I'll, fire, I'll
1: fire me, text, me up. Yeah. There's a yeah, there's a great view. Thank you, Shannon, in advance. Yeah, it's
2: got a great view over the water and everything. It's cool,
1: man. Cool, Tim. What do you got going on uh, other than uh, helping the the Radio for One Studios? Uh, try that's pretty get, much it. Real estate get... and getting
0: that studio done. How's that's, that's,
1: real estate? Give us an update. Good.
0: good. Real estate's busy. I do mean, you have any?
1: Uh, give us uh, any any tips? Well, anything for... yeah.
0: There's a huge tip. Anybody who's looking at real <sighs> estate, if you're getting ready to buy or sell, um, we're entering a shifting market. So explain. Well, we've been enjoying kind of enjoying and struggling with every real estate market has its ups and downs and depending on if you're selling or buying. It's right. it's really binary. Are you a buyer or seller? And is it a buyer's market or a seller's market? We've been living and operating in a seller's market for like three years. There's sure. been more buyers than there's been houses for sale. And right now, like as we speak, it's shifting the other way. So it's going to take you know six to eight months, but this year, 2019 is going to bring us a shift to where there's going to be more houses for sale right. than there are buyers right. and that's all good it's all still good for the economy the the demand just shifts a little bit it shifts sides so what would you so, do? what what for people so prices, are go down. prices are going to go down okay. they already are and i had i had to, i had a situation this so morning I mean, where the appraisal came in low and um, I was like, well, here it is, you know, because the appraisers have to be ahead of the realtors. I mean, you
1: know what? It's sort of like the weed game now with the legal, legalization coming in and the caregiver program and, you know, the what's right, what's wrong, who's in, who's out, when they don't really have an answer. But it, all it is is yeah, that that shifting, it's You're not getting $400, $300 an ounce anymore, $200, you know, yeah. the good ounce is $150 an ounce. So that's know? what I would
0: tell anybody talking about real estate or, you know, if, you know,
1: um, it, it's
0: just that we're shifting. And um, it's not gonna slam into a wall. It's gonna it's gonna be gradual. Like, but the bottom line is, it's it's all good. The, we the economy is good. Um, the jobs numbers have been down a little bit, but you know, there's a lot of skies falling. People, a lot of people want to predict another recession really soon. Like, there's a lot of people that are quick to that. Now,
1: does that have to do? And this is the only like, I say political, <laughs> I but it does that have to own do own with guys. the government?
0: Not. Well, I guess you can say everything has to do with the government, but um, it's another recession. Even if we have a mini one, if it comes, it's really, it's jobs, okay? So jobs not growing, and then manufacturing is a big indicator. If manufacturing slows down, um that kind of stands on its own as a as a as an economic indicator um of, of the possibility of a recession. Um, but then there's also the the rates, and this gets a little bit into the weeds, but there's two yield indicators that the government sets. And when the short term yield switches with the long term yield, I guess that's kind of a huge indicator of a recession coming. Okay. So I, I guess that we we're, we're kind we've kind of approached that, like we've touched that indicator. But again, I'm not doom and gloom. I think things are good, man. People are working, uh, companies are buying new machines, they're making new positions, and uh, although the, there's a little bit of a market shift, if you're asking me about real estate, it's all good. We're, okay, and the, a, and yeah.
1: the best part here at Grind Time, with Darren McCarty, is that the fact is that every week, every Wednesday night, we will. I want the update to see because you'll let. Yeah, you know, we'll just we'll tell you hey, news. this is the way it is. This like is you it said, is. it's it's we we deal with facts. We dealt enough with. Uh, like I said before, is that I'm not here to argue. I'm here to to answer the "What do you mean by that?" and uh, yeah, you know, and it. saying that, uh, Mr. J.R. Adams, sir, do you have anything? Tell me again when I'm going to beat your ass <laughs> at that charity game. When March 23rd one?
2: at uh, uh, St. Mary's Orchard Lake. Um, Doors are open at 3.30. Like I said, we have the sled game at 4 o'clock, and then we have the uh, game against you guys uh, at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a great time.
1: It will, and uh, we'll be talking to you before then and let everybody know. Perry, I will see you on Sunday.
2: Sunday, yeah. Uh,
1: at, in Southfield, 1.30 alumni game. Southfield,
3: 1.30 alumni game, yep.
1: All right. Um, I will be on a plane. Tim, I will see you soon. Uh, Saturday, don't forget, the Jewel in Grand Blanc, 7 o'clock, hosted by Eric Fady. Uh, Tony Vasic, very funny guy, will also be there, and I'll be telling stories. I'll have uh, these wonderfully comfortable (laughs) enforcers. (laughs) I haven't done my bit yet. (laughs) You, too, can have these wonderful shoes. Yeah, They're badass. That was the first thing I said to you when I saw you today. Yeah, yeah, the link will be NAA. And they do come, he's a 13, and they do go to thirteen, seven to 13. So, um, for my guests, J.R. Adams, Perry Vellucci, Tim Krakowski, this is your host, Aaron McCarty, saying, remember, no matter how many times you fall down, you got to get back up. Thank you. Great time. Out.